This show may contain massive amounts of entertainment. Listener discretion is advised. KLSL starts now. 877-KYLE-424. What's happening, guys? It's Friday, and uh, this is our first official Friday show at 7.30 Pacific Standard Time, p.m. Jordan Wagner's our guest today. Ryan Bassford's actually here. Oh, thanks, Kyle. It's uh, great to see you, dude. It's been quite a while. Uh, you're always gone, so... Only physically. Uh, I know this isn't a sports show, but my mind's somewhere else. The Buckeyes just <laughs> lost, um, but I was sad until about two seconds ago, so... And then the show happy started. Happy to be here. I'm, I'm back at it. All right, good. I'm happy. And uh, Jordan you. Wagner, generositywater.org. How are you doing, bud? Uh, doing great. Thanks for having me on the show tonight, hey, guys. Hey, thanks for skipping out on us Wednesday. Uh, you know, I had bigger plans, so... Uh... <laughs> no, I'm kidding around. I know you were real busy. Uh, Monday night... Uh, Bassford and I, a bunch of our friends, Nate, who was doing video stuff on Wednesday, uh, we all went to this awesome thing that you set up. Dude, tell us a little bit about this. This was like a huge fundraising event. Dude, it was amazing, man. We uh, Monday was World Water Day, so the UN made a whole day about it because uh, around the world, a billion people don't have water. So for us, we, uh, we put together this big event at the Sky Bar at the Mondrian Hotel on Sunset, and uh, it was awesome, man. Over 300 people came. A lot of great uh, celebrities, Jason Biggs from American Pie and Jason Kennedy hosted it from E! News. Uh, had a lot of great Let me pick that up for out. you, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> we, we like to joke, I'm sorry, but we like to joke about name dropping, but that's not the case at all. Fantastic event. No, it was Jordan. awesome. And I can't, here's the thing about it is Jordan put this whole thing together. I mean, obviously it wasn't just you. You had a bunch of guys who were working on it, but you really did do a ton of work. And dude, an awesome job. It was a fun party. Thank you, man. Yeah, we had a great time, man. Over 100 volunteers helped put this thing together, so it definitely wasn't me on my own. We had a, had a great team do this. Dude, well, good job. You know, what you. I like? you know what I like about Jordan and Kyle? I know we've talked about this before, but, you know, we all go have fun. We do our thing by day, you know, or by night, I should say. And then, you know, Jordan's running some charity. It, it was just crazy to be there and see the effects of what right. they were doing. You're like, oh, wait, this is our buddy that we're just kicking back watching football with and, you know, having fun and... Oh my God, he's making this real life difference. So, well, that, well, that's what's crazy. And I, I couldn't get well, over. That, is like that means a lot. Thanks, guys. You, you you were on the show a while ago just for a, a two minute caller. You were, I know you were up in Princeton when you called in. This was like back in December or something. I mean, it was even a month before that. But uh, you know, I didn't know much about Generosity Water exactly what you guys were doing. And man, to actually see this firsthand. And uh, even you spoke at uh, your dad's church on Sunday and to be there. And it was like, it was, dude, great job. It was crazy. Thank you. I like knew nothing about that. Let's see. World Water Day Monday. You said UN put this together. What exactly is World Water Day represent? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it represents a lot of things. I mean, not just the people around the world who don't have water, but I think it also represents here in the U.S. just like the excess of water people use. Sometimes people waste just a ton of water. So it's just like a national day to kind of represent, uh, you know, just the need and importance of water in our world. They also have World AIDS Day and Earth Day. And so this one is just to kind of recognize water. You know, Jordan, that was funny because, you know, our buddy, our buddy Nate, who helps out with the show. I think he was here last week. We, we introduced him, but um, he is my roommate and he has been telling me for the longest, just on me like crazy. You know, I'm brushing my teeth. Turn it off, man. Turn the water off. You know, the long showers. He's making little comments and it never set in. Um, I know it's bad, but it just I could never find the importance to me. Right. It's just kind of like, OK, whatever. But, you know, if I start worrying about all this little stuff, it's not even worth and it. And it's not firsthand until you start really seeing these stories of people who have to live with this every day. They have to walk five miles like you were talking about right. 10 miles to right. get water Crazy. like well, i leave my you know what i do all the time this is my problem i'll leave the shower running for like an hour before i get in just to I, make sure it's hot right, for I you know, sure it's not it's that hot. easy to get pretty like you guys you know you <laughs> as much as much shower time as you can and jordan over here doesn't take showers he's really trying to conserve 
you guys could probably tell on the webcam. Uh, he's a little bit rough around the edges. I'm kind right of now. letting this grow out a little bit just yeah. to conserve, you know. Well, yeah, I like that. There is a fine line. You're right between just completely wasting, and but if everyone kind of just did smart things, like okay, don't leave it on to get warm for five minutes, or don't leave it on when you're walking away with a toothbrush in your mouth, right? Then everyone probably wouldn't have to worry at all, and everyone could have a little more relaxed. So, on uh, a side note, Jason Kennedy just twittered about the show. You know, oh. I just wanted to uh, give him a shout out. Oh, right thank now. you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate. I, that pre- a lot. I appreciate that too, Ryan. I need more followers. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, so no, but now, now, listen. Tell us a little bit. About why is water such a problem in in these third world countries? Why? Why can't? Why have? Why have we figured out how to build wells and to make this happen for ourselves? But why in these third world countries can't other people do it? I don't. I don't understand. They have the manpower, obviously. Why can't they just do it themselves? Why do they need our help? Yeah, that's a good question, man. I mean, a lot of people have asked me that before. I mean, and that's obviously like, you know, when you go to Africa, you can kind of, you can see it for yourself and see why. But really, I mean, we're talking about a country that is literally too poor to live. I mean, people are making less than a dollar a day. So for them, they're going to use all of their resources, all of their money to, uh, you know, to get something that can help them right now. It might be a bag of rice or beans or whatever their immediate need is. So to think about raising three or $4,000 to build a well that can help their whole community, they just, they just can't do that. They're do they not have the suppliers the down there? I mean, where do they get the materials to – where do you get the materials? I guess you don't build the wells. You guys have third parties build the wells for you guys, for your organization. Right. We work where with do partners. They, where do they get tools for it? No, the tools – I mean, the resources are there. It's just, a, it's just a lack of money in the villages themselves. Really? We're okay. going into remote, third world, I mean, just completely desperate areas where they have, I mean, no electricity, no running water. But in the countries themselves, they have drill bits, they have cement, they have all that stuff. Got it. But there's just not enough to go around. So we need to, you know, basically what we do is we fundraise here in the U.S. We're gonna, we raise $3,000. We send it to our partners in the field and they go and identify villages that don't have clean water. People, like you said, that are walking five, 10 miles to go and get water that they're going to bathe in, that they're going to drink in. And then we'll go and, uh, and, and drill them a clean water well right there in their village so people don't have to walk anymore. And it's not right. going to be dirty water. It's going to be fresh, clean, safe water that's going to change the village. You know, so a lot of this water now is back to here. So, and go ahead, Ryan. What no, no, no. You know, I was just, my favorite part about that night is when he basically, you know, in not so many words, said these people work to survive. So essentially, they are putting all their resources, all their energy into getting water and that's it that's their goal they every day they wake up and say how are we going to survive so you know you're quick to say well why isn't your education happening why aren't you guys getting jobs well you know could we either if we spent you know 10 hours every day just getting to work right now just so that really really kind of really hit home to me exactly i like to say that you know water is like the first step to breaking the cycle of poverty because i mean if young children are walking eight to ten hours every day just to find water there's no way they're going to go to school right. get educated there's no way the adults they don't have are time gonna, no they don't have time to have productive jobs make more money a lot of times uh, they're spending their times in hospitals trying to recover uh, if they even have hospitals in the area otherwise they're just getting sick and, and a lot of people are dying right. from this crisis so, now i feel horrible drinking out of this like it says uh, smaller cap, less plastic, arrowhead water. Like, I feel so bad. Well, I don't think you should feel bad I, for drinking water. I mean, it's, it's something no, that's a basic need. No, but I mean, out of need, this plastic, but, like... Well, Jordan, you, you know. Jordan, I think they felt... For Jordan, you were saying, right, people, they started with the plastic bottles, and they're right. like, well, wait a second, answering one problem, but creating another. Exactly. So that's. I mean, so we what actually, did you do? Yeah, we actually started Generosity Water uh, by selling a plastic bottle of water, and the idea was like, look, if people are going to buy plastic waters anyway, we might as well give all that profits towards building wells and giving other people clean water who don't have it. Right. But then we didn't want to, 
you know, help one cause, which was bringing clean water to poor nations, and then also hurt the cause, which is the environment, which is our earth. So we tried to combine the two. And now uh, we sell a stainless steel, reusable, eco-friendly bottle that people can buy on our website, generositywater.org. And uh, it's 15 bucks. And actually $10 of that is our profit. And we give 100% of that towards building wells and giving people clean drinking so water ten, So it, So it costs 15 bucks for this water, stainless steel water bottle. Uh, five dollars for the cost of the water bottle. Ten bucks is what you guys are making off it. But all of that, that whole ten dollars, is going right. literally straight to the uh, to, to to the to the people. Well, right. I think isn't that one? What they were saying, I think, when we went to buy one at church, one bottle for the fifteen dollars you pay for it, ten dollars goes to the to the charity, gives water to one person. Right. So how like, on average our wells are costing about three thousand dollars, and that'll give water to about three hundred people in that village. So we've kind of estimated that it's about $10 per person that it takes to give clean water for life. So Got basically, it. in essence, every time someone is buying one of those stainless steel bottles, they're giving someone else new life. For well, that's life. amazing. It's for life. The for water. life. And so here's the, here's the thing. Um, these, I mean, these wells, they usually, they usually last between 20 to 30 years, but we train the village to maintain it, to manage it. And we're hoping that that's, I mean, that's several generations of right. people there so that they're going to grow up in school, get educated. They're going to have and a then better they're future. Be, then, then they'll be able to build these wells. Right. So it's like it's continuing. I understand. Exactly. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Right. That's a, and it's just water. That's right. all it is. Think of the way we use $10 every, look at what we did today. How many times did you spend $10 right. it's unbelievable. on something you can't even think of? And right just now. to clarify, it's not like we're, we don't just send $10 at a time cool. overseas. We, we obviously wait till it's enough to do one well. So once 300 people buy the bottle, so for example, So $3,000 for a well. I got it. Okay. So l- l- let me ask you this. You're, tw- you're 22, right? Yep. How did you do this? I mean, you started this organization 22 years old. I'm sure we have people listening right now that are 22, 21 that want to change the world. I think everyone does right. in their own way. How did you do this? Uh, 22 years old, start Generosity Water. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely something that uh, that's just, it was just, after going to Africa, I just got so passionate, so excited about helping other people. And obviously it was a huge crisis, but for me, I just didn't want to let that huge crisis stop me from doing anything. Right. So I just, I just want to start small. So we're going to start with one village at a time. Let's come back. Let's raise 3000 bucks. So for me, I asked everyone, I came back, I said, Hey guys, it's Christmas time. If you're going to give me a gift, instead of giving me a Christmas gift, how about donate to Generosity Water so we can go and build a well for people? But by this point, you've already started this organization. I mean, you've somehow yeah, set it up. Yeah, that, but this th- is kind of how we started. It was just taking it one step at a time. I was using whatever little thing I could in my hand to really make a difference. And at this point, it was a Christmas gift. And I so see. we raised six grand. We went back and we built two wells. And so for me, it was, it was networking overseas. So we met local partners, local great organizations doing great work. And we're just here fundraising and trying to increase their capacity on the ground. That's so, so, cool. so yeah. So then I, I would just encourage anyone else, whether it's this cause of clean water or something else, if there's something that you really want to do, something that you're passionate about, just take one Feel step at a time to do and yeah. help out with. Yeah. I would just gotcha. say, you know, just take one step at a time and, and then just see where it goes from there and just don't give up. Don't let anyone ever tell you that you can't do something. Hey, listen, if you guys have questions for Jordan, you can call us 877-KYLE-424. It's 877- Five nine five three four two four. Website's kylelive.com. All the info's on there. Let me ask you this, Jordan. Generosity Water. How, how'd you come up with the name for that? Actually, that was a name my dad came up with. And it okay. was when we started selling water because the, the idea being, look, we're being generous with water. And so it was just kind of a natural fit for it. You know, generosity is a trait that I believe we all should have. And we should be generous with, with our life, with our time, with our money. And so he just said, look, if we're going to come up with a bottle that's going to be giving 
100% of its profits, why not call right. it generosity water? So that's how it started. What do you say to the people who say, well, should we be helping people here uh, on our homeland in the U.S. first? Yeah, that's a great question, man. I mean, actually, 95% of all the money raised in the U.S. for charities actually stays here in the U.S. Okay. So only 5% of charitable giving goes to international organizations like us. So we're really the minority in that area. But I think Got there's it. a lot of need here in the U.S. There's a lot of things that we can do to help. But you know what? In even the worst case scenario, everybody here in the U.S. can get clean water to drink, whether you're homeless or whether you have there's no There's a way money, to do there's it. There's a way to do it. So we believe like Drinking we're, we're meeting just a basic need of, of humanity, whether right. you, just in our world. You know? Right. Now, uh, Hungry for Danish on our chat is asking, generosity water versus charity water. What's the diff? Well, you know, our friends at Charity Water, they're actually really good friends of ours. They do great work. Scott Harrison is the guy who founded that organization. And they honestly do really good work. And, they're, and we're, we're in this together. You know, this is a huge water crisis. And there's a billion people who don't have clean water. And uh, we haven't even really dabbled to hitting that number yet. Right. We haven't really made a so huge So it takes dip. many of these organizations, so it's people take- like you with dreams, to do this. It's not like there's just one organization. Right. There's all these organizations, uh, different names that do similar things. They give clean water to these places right. uh, like Charity Water. So we're not really competing with them. We're all in this together. You know, In right. fact, we've actually partnered with Charity Water on 13 wells. And uh, we well, did some awesome. in Ethiopia and some in Central African Republic. So we love those guys as well. And uh, they're in New York. We're here in L.A. So we're using our influence here in this city to make cool. a difference. You know? Another question from Hungry for Danish. How do you pick where in Africa to build these wells? We, uh, we try to do that based on needs. So we go, to the, we go to the most remote villages, the people who are walking the furthest away, the people who have the dirtiest water. And, uh, you know, our partners have been in these countries for over a decade. So they know the culture. They know the people really well. Right. So they, they honestly advise us on which villages, which communities need water the most. But Got it's it. assessed based on need. Okay, cool. So you, you, I, I, I get that. That's really interesting, man. Good work. Thank you. It's really, really cool. And I want to keep asking a little bit about some of this stuff. But there's some real uh, important news out there, uh, and, and I, I think we should get into it. It's more important than clean water around the world. I'm, I'm just saying. No, I'm kidding. Really uh, proud of uh, We'll, we'll get back that, into it. Yeah. But let's check out what's going on in the world right now. You guys remember this Richard Heaney guy? He was the he was the father of the Bloom Boy people. Yeah, how, you know, I, I remember how pissed I was when I found that it was a lie. I know. And I remember how sad I It's one of those days you always, I remember where I was when a little boy was flying. I was in my office just right. devastated. In fact, our boss came in. He goes, turn that off. We shouldn't be watching this. Meaning like it was so tragic. Who could want to see this? Um, it, yeah. was, it was a big deal. I remember I was, uh, I'll, I'll tell you where I was when uh, the Balloon Boy hoax started. I was serving jury duty, which let me let me tell you is a blast. By the way, jury duty is a fun time. If you guys I ever just got, I just got summons today for really? jury, jury duty. I was actually hoping that when I call in, they say I don't have to go. How was it? Uh, I, this is my first time I ever had to do it. Uh, I, I actually had to do it before, but I, I wasn't like I went in. They were like, you can leave early. It's Jordan, fine. you're very uh, you, you're a very biased person, I believe. Right? Let's play. Yeah, you're very biased. Um, exactly. You make decisions based on stereotypes <laughs> and appearances. Uh, yeah, you know, why do you say that, Ryan? <laughs> so you can get off jury duty. <laughs> it's horrible. I, I, I'm just a joke. George is one of the most loving. Look at what he does for a living. He's one of the most loving kids I know. Let me so, tell you, uh, though, perfect jury. I actually thought about that, too. I was like, you know, I'm just going to make myself out to be the worst person so I don't have to do jury duty. But then I thought, <laughs> you know what? I asked so many people to come and volunteer for our cause, so I should probably go and, like, do my civil duty. Is that what it is? Right, no, do listen. It's actually yeah, it's your civic duty. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. It's <laughs> actually fun. I had a good time. It was, like, a, kind of a boring case. 
But it's fun. I felt like I was in CSI, dude, because they, you know after the whole case is over, you like can't talk to the other jurors about the case right. during the actual you know trial. Mm-hmm. But when you get put back in the juror room. It's fun, dude. You start to get through, like, our case, we had to tear through, like, paperwork and, like, all these fake documents and, like, there was fraud. I'm just going to watch uh, Runaway Jury a few times <laughs> yeah, just to, like, get some you notes, you know? But, dude, it's fun, man. It is actually a blast. And, uh, anyway, um, it, it was just, I was actually on jury duty at lunch when this happened, and I'm, like, a Twitter news junkie. So, I was like, oh, man, and I can't believe this. I want to know what's going on. Then I had to go back to jury duty. I'm like, what, what's happening to this kid? I actually tuned in. On my phone, this is how much of a news junkie I am. I tune in on my BlackBerry to the Denver live radio transmissions for the police to listen to what they were talking about when they were trying to find him. And this is all like 10 seconds delayed. I got the news that the boy wasn't in the balloon from the radio transmission on my BlackBerry. So I knew before news outlets ever posted anything because I got the same news they did from the police guy. Like the police chief was like, okay, we didn't, okay, the guy's, uh, there's nobody in the balloon. Oh no. Is the guy gone? Like, uh, you, know. you could have Twittered that exclusively. Did Could you type it? You were probably so excited. No, yeah. I did. I Twittered you, it. You did get it I out. was the first one before any news outlet. I wasn't probably the first one. Before I'm sure CNN a couple breaking news? But, oh yeah. Before any of them, wow. I was like, just heard on the transmission, Bloom Boy was not found. Nobody else had it in there. I'm going to have and to then follow you on Twitter 10, to get my news then. You should. Uh, listen, I'm exactly like CNN except better. I broke a fake story once and learned from it never again. <laughs> Johnny Depp died. No, I uh, got some bad information that... Um, that who was it that got married? God, I can't remember. Uh, was it Kevin Federline. <laughs> You're it, kidding me, right? No, I'm dead serious. And I had like two or three people confirm it. Damn, uh, I, I won't even say who because even though they gave me bad information, I won't give it up. Wait, can, can, but, I, can I ask you though? Like, you, How did you at all assume that this was real info? Because I got something and then I called the hotel to double check and then I called a friend to double check for me and all signs were looking good. But apparently Kevin Federline didn't get married. <laughs> Katie Price got married. And there's no zero correlation. How do you get that confused? There's no excuse. That's like black and white. You don't get that wrong. I think the only thing worse than like reporting fake news is like fake K-Fed news. You know, like right, who is like, he anyway? Like, exactly. Why, like, why K-Fed? <laughs> like, yeah, how do you break fake k It just doesn't make any sense <laughs> well, what. So ever here was my decision making. Like I can report it, and seventeen hundred and three people are going to think I'm, uh, you know, a genius. You're the man, or um, you know, I can. Uh, or they're going to think who is KFED? Exactly. So what happened? I found out it was wrong. I hit delete so quick, and my friends, you know, they're like, "Hey, man, what? Uh, you deleting tweets now, huh? What, what happened?" Oh, that's hilarious, dude. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking so, about. So listen, don't follow Ryan, and if you are following him right now, I would consider uh, just adding me instead. Because uh, I seem to have more accurate information. I actually listened to the police transmissions. Like, I would have known. The police would have been like, uh, Kevin Federline's getting married over. And I would have tweeted that before you. But I learned, hey, listen, if you're going to learn a lesson, let it be on someone like KFED. Right, no right. one knows that. It was a very, very easy lesson to learn. And now I know to never break news. <laughs> okay. Until it's confirmed or someone else broke it. But therefore, you couldn't really break it if someone else did it. We but. needed like a newsroom here. Well, listen, here's what happened. Getting back to the story. Richard Heaney, the father in the Bloomboy hoax, uh, he's moved from jail not to home detention. So I guess the deal is uh, he pleaded guilty in November to a felony count of attempting to influence a public servant, which is because he I guess he got all of them believing that they, right. they, you know, the kid was in there. And he began a 90-day jail sentence on January 11th and uh, last week began his home detention. Now, he must stay at home at least 12 hours each day, leaving only for work or visits to his lawyer or doctor. Larimer County Sheriff Spokeswoman Eloise Campella said uh, his movements will be monitored with an electric ankle device, which he can take off April 4th. Yeah, it's not horrible. 
you think he would get more than that. He like really screwed up a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm trying to read if it says anything about paying back. I heard that a while ago, right? Paying back for all the fees, all the police hours used and all that. Um, searching as we speak, but... Yeah, I don't see it in this article, but I do kind of feel like, you know, he was responsible for that, right? Does anyone remember reading that? Yeah. You know, for basically paying for everything he paid it cost. For, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it still doesn't, I'm surprised he didn't get more, I'm like looking at the story right now, I'm surprised he didn't get more time, 90 days. Well, I think it was, I mean, you know, I think everyone's really? emotions were, were the driving force, but then when you looked at it, you know, everyone was so pissed, and so how could you do that to us? How could you do that to your kid? It was right. just sick, you know? Um, so I think you, when you I, judge I, by emotion, you know, he should have the highest sentence possible. But when they broke it down... Right. Well, like, what did he actually do? Exactly. Well, I, can't, I, I loved how... Do you remember this, Jordan, on the news when the kid was being interviewed? What was that, dude? It was the Today Show, right? The best. He, today, yeah, he threw up. He threw up on the Today Show because he was so nervous about lying. And uh, then he was, like, stumbling, like, oh, my mom and dad told me to do this. Uh Hey, teeny uh, or tiny bikini uh, says Jordan is much hotter than Ryan. I wonder if he's nice in person. All right, who'd, you, who'd you pay to type yeah, this? Yeah, who did you pay to type this? I want to know. I think we need to see a picture of tiny bikini because that already sounds real interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There goes Ryan. He's he's, he's well, showing a little cleave. You know what they should have? they should have done like you know what we should do this right now on uh we should take that video. Um, and make a mock priceless ad, you know, like trying to get your own reality show, this much, this much, balloon supplies, this much, and then having your son sell you out on national TV, <laughs> yeah. like priceless. Isn't that right. what he did with the look on their face where they go, Dude, why'd you do it? Because so my daddy said it was a joke or for a TV show. Like, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, and the parents are like, no, what? what? No, he's confused. Yeah, he's very, uh, he's, he's uh, nervous. He's autistic. Uh, no big deal. I mean, it was like horrible. You don't do that to your kids. Who are Never. they? What, why didn't the mom get anything, though? Uh, she is. She is, actually. She is. I thought um, she was just fine. They, no, they don't want two parents to be in jail at the exact same time. Oh, I see. Her 20 days in jail are to begin after her husband's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I see it here. Okay. So. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you don't hate to penalize the kids any more than they already have. And I, I wonder what's going on, you know. I'm sure they're going to have, I think we've talked about this before, I'm sure they're going to have child services visiting that place all the time, right? I don't know. They must. They must have people going over there like every other day to make sure things are. Uh, what's that? Is Tiny Bikini texting you right now? Is this somebody you know? No, I think that was no, someone real, to be honest. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, this is what she says, or he. It could be he covering as a she here. Uh, can you give me a shout out, Jordan? And the next thing is go to Craigslist, baby. I'm assuming that's because he, she is responding. Is this true to, or are you making this up? Uh, this is all live on the chat right now. <laughs> Wow. Uh, you know, if you know me, text me, please, Tiny Bikini, because I really want to know who you are. Jordan's single, Tiny Bikini, and uh, he likes both boys and girls. Whoa, so. whoa, whoa. Easy there, Kyle. Let's not get misaccurate <laughs> information out there. It's alleged. I'm kidding. Yeah, that's the best word. Is that like a real Hollywood thing thing to say, allegedly? Because I feel like we're all saying it We all, all say the allegedly time. all the time. Yeah, it's our, it's our one word. It's our safety blanket. Like, that's um, so we don't get sued for slander. No, right. I got that from, uh, well... You know, yeah, tiny bikini friend likes to say allegedly a lot. Yeah. All right. Let's check this out. Uh, a tiny bikini. It's got to be Jason. I swear it's got to be Jason. I just have a feeling. I don't no, know he's de- it's definitely not him because I know for a fact he's covering something tonight. So he is. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Certainly. He's going to have to tune into the podcast after yeah. this. Is Kyle, he did it for Uber Kyle, Twitter, you so. are adorable. You're like a skinnier Seacrest. I really like this tiny bikini person. All right. Let's get back to this news here. Uh, now, Obama's Twitter was hacked. I know, Ryan, you were telling me about this before the show started. Uh, you mentioned something about uh, Obama's Twitter being hacked by somebody, and they like sent them a message or something. What's the deal there? Well, it was this guy who basically, and you know, 
every different way you could think of basically said F you Obama, but he actually spelled it out. Um, you but know. I don't understand. Why is that a big deal? I mean, the, you're allowed to say, I mean, can't you just say whatever you want? It's freedom of speech. I don't get that. And a lot, that's funny said because a lot of people think that, including him. Um, exact same thing, freedom of speech. Untrue. You can't there, get in trouble for saying whatever the heck you want. Well, you know, you learn in you know journalism classes, we've learned you can't yell fire in a theater and things like that, but it, it actually applies specifically to a president or anyone kind of directly under that hierarchy. So the president, the vice president, uh, if they both happen to die, whoever takes over next, um, I'm on the spot. I should know that. I took history. Um, it's the head of the whatever. No, we, we. Someone just asked me this trivia question the other Secretary day. Secretary of State. Yes, Secretary no, no, of State. No, no, no. Is no. It the Speaker of the House? Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House. Okay. Speaker of the House 100%. Good, good, good. That's so, what it is. Question. Yeah, yeah, essentially, you just cannot threaten anyone there, or it's it's a crime. And um, I guess someone gave him a chance to say, you know, they kind of twittered him like, "Hey, man, you know, some uh, was it Gawker dot com or something said, hey, man, you know, uh, you're kidding, right?" <laughs> and he goes, "No, man, you know, meant it." I'm almost wow. careful. I'm trying to be careful what I say because I don't want to accidentally Obama's repeat that Obama's actually listening to this show right now, and uh, we're going to be in big trouble if we say anything negative. Didn't someone tell you as a kid growing up that when you called on the phone, if you said something like anything bad about the president, you'd hear a click and it'd be the Secret Service listening in? Right. I've always heard that. I, I always heard the rumor, but it's not true. Well, I think the bottom is line it? is, I mean, you know, the guy's trying to express his feelings, but you should never wish someone to be assassinated or dead. I don't That's care horrible. if it's the president or if it's you, Kyle. I mean, you know, it's just, it's just not cool. You, you write know, that to me, line. you're going down, right? right? Seriously. Uh, so anyway, that's a, that's an interesting Mental story. Note. But uh, so but I don't, really, real quickly, yep. he didn't actually post this publicly. He, nope. I don't understand how, how did he hack into Obama's account? No, 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 no. This was just like sometimes I jokingly tweet you and say I hate you, Kyle. Right. Um, or you know, because Jordan you likes direct, the, you talk about direct messaging. No, no, no. It was it was just a public Twitter. You know, like at, at Kyle Sherman. I oh, hate you. I understand, but why are they calling him the Twitter hacker? I, you know, everyone's calling. Do we him. know what the Twitter said exactly? Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The reason they are calling him a Twitter hacker is Kyle. This is actually news to me tonight. I don't know. I, in the first article I read, I did not see anything about this, but so apparently he's hacking into accounts of people like Britney Spears. The, oh, okay. Um, so and this is sending it from that. Got it. So the, okay, I understand. So let's see here. I, I actually. I have a story here. I thought you actually knew what you were talking about. Again, I'm not going to have you break any news on the show because apparently <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. See, uh, <laughs> sorry, Ryan. I'm just you know what, around. Kyle? No, no, no. In, in all honesty, though, yeah, this is uh, kind of embarrassing right now. But I went and I went to his page. This is new information to me. Let me tell you what I was reporting on earlier to everyone. Okay, go ahead. I went to his page um, the other day. And Gawker actually took screenshots, and they showed messages he sent from his account. Okay. So that is what I read. Now, apparently, there's brand new information. Um, and yeah, I'll let, you, I'll let you explain that if you want. I know you have it in front of you. Well, I know. I guess, I guess here's the deal. Okay. So French police say they've detained a 25-year-old who allegedly hacked Twitter accounts of numerous well-known figures, including uh, Britney Spears and President Barack Obama. Police said Wednesday the suspect who went uh, by the uh, pseudonym Hacker Kroll was caught following a joint operation with the FBI and arrested Tuesday in, uh, let's see, in a region of central France. Police said the FBI contacted them after discovering in July that someone had managed to get access to the confidential information after hacking into the Twitter system and passing for an admin. Hmm. Police say the challenge, not money, motivated the hacker. Twitter has been the target of several attacks on many celebrities. Hackers uh, have been, uh, posted information online or sent fake messages. Uh, it's, it's real weird. I don't understand why. Like, why? What, like, I don't understand the challenge. Like, really? Right. 
Well, I guess now uh, he's like, I mean, if he's saying it from Britney Spears' Twitter or people like that, obviously a lot more people are going to see it. And a right, lot more but what's he gonna... saying? He's like, Britney Spears is a slut. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you're hilarious, Twitter hacker. Really? The, the only time it's funny to hack Twitter is when it's your friend's. And you want to embarrass, and that's the only excuse to ever hack someone's Twitter. <laughs> Have you ever done that before, Ryan? I did. Um, with a very uh, a friend who you that's know, not lame. No, name you drop. could you could say he was you could say he was known. Um, really? And I decided to take his uh, his phone and tell everyone he has a lot of followers that it was his birthday. So okay. very minor joke, but it's pretty annoying when you come back to two thousand tweets saying right. happy birthday <laughs> and then trying to clarify it's not my but why would you say it's my birthday? And some of these people that are responding have limited English because they're from every country possible and uh it, it's definitely funny. And then right. we had all of our other friends retweet it. So this message might have went out to not joking, it easily went out to over half a million people. <laughs> <laughs> That's really hilarious. Yeah. I, I love that. That's so hilarious. So acceptable uh, and unacceptable. <laughs> That's really funny. The only thing I hate about when people Twitter, especially when they have a lot of followers, is like when you can tell they were paid to tweet. I mean, right. is, doesn't that annoy you when they're like just promoting products the entire oh, time? Oh, no, I know. Listen, like, I, it's, it's okay, I think, once in a while. So, uh, that makes total sense to me. Like, I mean, like oh, you're gonna get paid. I, I, to tweet. I Twitter about you know my cause and what we're doing, and I Twitter about you know work in Africa. But if right. you're gonna like constantly Twitter like, oh, I go out to eat at this place, and you like add it with a website, like right. obviously that's a little bit. Listen of to a my plug. show. Right. Uh. Well, you know what's the only thing worse than that is when you ask someone like, let's see, what happens in LA a lot on Twitter. Um, Hey man, you know how how's the weather or whatever? And they're like, oh man, I was noticing how beautiful it was today on the way back from my callback. A callback, just so you guys know, is when you're an actor and you do a good job and they bring you back again. It's like, man, there there was no plausible way that callback made any sense in that right, sentence. In the tweet. From the studio, from the CBS lot, it's looking beautiful. Hey, guess what? I'm 10 miles away. It looks just as beautiful here. <laughs> right. Right. Is Great it weird? I'm in, in, in the studio and I'm like, hey, guys, I'm driving late to the studio today just to work real hard on my, my radio show. That's like almost equivalent to a name drop. Though, okay. You know? So I, I should I, stop doing that? I did that today. I did. I name dropped big Well, time. for some reason, it sounds cool when you do it, no matter what. No, know? it was really blatant, and I tried to cover it up. Hey, guys like that. Yeah, big time. HGLT. Hey, we guys, remember, this is uh, Jay, and uh, I, I guess this is actually a big deal right now. Jay and Conan, I guess the next big battle now is over the Emmys, because both late-night shows may actually be nominated for the Emmys, so they might be up against each other competing for an Emmy. Wow, just one more thing to compete for, you know? Well, it's probably a long shot, though. There's at least the possibility that the TV Academy this summer could end up nominating NBC's The Tonight Show twice in the Outstanding Variety Music or Comedy Series category, once for The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien, and again for The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, version 2.0. You know, I'm not I'm not a conspiracy guy. Um, if anything, those people sometimes annoy me, but, you know... I read something that Emmys, they're, they're hurting a little bit. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Paley Center. No, what is that? Can you explain it? The, the Paley Center, basically, it it's well-known in L.A., you should say, because shows like Glee, popular shows, they will have a conference, a festival, you call it. They'll play an episode or two that have not been released yet, right. and the cast will sit down. They'll answer questions. It's... Uh, I believe it's a pretty respected thing. You get the executive okay. producers. So it's a little insight to the show. Well, anyways, this Paley is growing, gaining a lot of momentum. And I read somewhere they were talking about, Paley was talking about making a push for their own show to kind of rival the Emmys. Oh, because I see. Paley deals with TV. So, right. And in that article, I read something about the Emmys, you know, being a little down. So I'm wondering. In terms of ratings, we're In terms about. of ratings, would they do something like this? Because, come on, look at the ratings there, that that would pull the Leno 
Conan controversy, that would be guaranteed to be the biggest Emmys in recent memory. It would be. So, and I, I mean, guess it was like much like the Oscars this year was like one of the biggest Oscars. Like, I mean, what was it, like 45 million people tuned in or something? Was it, it was even bigger maybe? It, you know, I don't I recall remember. Those, but it, it exceded expectations. They, it they went with that new team. and uh, right. But it was because they went with all the kids. Yeah. Yep. It's like having Miley on American Idol as the freaking mentor. It doesn't make any well, sense. Well, they got young and fresh. I think it was the two people behind it. Jeez they definitely Louise. received some flack. And uh, hey, they got the numbers and we all know what that means. It's uh, bottom line. It's, it is just the bottom line. Here's another uh, bit of news at the movies. Ben Lyons, our friend Ben Lyons over at E! Uh, used to be on the show. But now at the movies is canceled. It was the one with uh, Siskel and uh, Ebert, uh, you know, it started as a, a local show, I guess, called Sneak Previews. But it's totally canceled now. After 24 seasons in syndication. Wow. So I can't believe that. That's really uh, interesting. For, for uh, his part, the off-tweeting Ebert weighed in through social media late Wednesday, RIP at the movie's memories, he well, wrote. You know, I think, you know, it's, it's a sad time of the whole internet and what's happening because, come on, who's going to watch at the movies when you just go to Rotten Tomatoes or you do a quick Google? You're not going to wait. Oh, you know, is it once a week, once a, once a day? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, but... You're wow. reading something there, interesting. Some I want to really, see what you're going to there, say. There's some really distracting things happening in this chat. Uh, I could just, tell. Can I log in? You, yeah. You can go, go to kylelive.com slash listen dash live and uh, click on uh, the Ustream live chat and you'll be able to see kind of what's going on. My brother's in here too, actually. Really? And I'm, I'm sorry that you don't have a computer in front of you, Jordan. I know. I, you know, you guys have notes and computers and stuff in front of me. I just got to really wing it here. You yeah, you, you do. I can't stand when people look over my shoulder, so... Uh... <laughs> Can I look over your shoulder? Jordan, in Jordan's like Perfect. totally encroaching on. Uh, okay, yeah, put the computer in the middle. I like that. Great idea. Well, I thought you were going to say on. You're just quick on your feet, but my that man. Was early. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, we, so go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to see if we could share a very, very funny story about what happened just minutes before we went live. Good. Um, Kyle's best friend from home was here, and uh, you know, being guys, we're asking him awkward questions. Did you guys ever date? Uh, you know, this and that, and just having fun with it, and. Uh, Right on cue, Kyle says, oh, actually, as a matter of fact, and, and he's completely joking, he goes, as a matter of fact, I, uh, I stole her virginity. And the door opens, and it's her mom, dad, and sister. And guys, I'm not exaggerating. Ask anyone here in this studio. It was, it was timed up to perfection. Uh, Kathy's in the studio as well right now, and uh, I, she, she was sitting here as, uh, did you fall asleep over there? <laughs> Is Kathy sleeping? <laughs> She fell asleep. She's supposed to be answering the phone calls coming in here. 877-KYLE-424, but it is true. Uh, Sarah, my friend Sarah from back home was in here, and uh, it was just... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is just hysterical. Uh, Here's a couple movies opening this weekend. Uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. So that looks pretty good. What do you guys think about Hot Tub Time Machine? Does that look good to you guys? I'm, I'm laughing, sorry. I can't tell you why I'm laughing, but... I know, this is just... Uh, anyways, <laughs> the conversation going on here is just... The best amazing. part of being a journalist is trust. You know that? So I know, it is. It is completely... It is, it's, it's trust. Uh, this is what... This is what uh, what's this website called here? I'm trying to find the name of it. Let's see here. Kathy's coming through. What are we talking coming? about to, find, to review movies? Well, while you look for that, I'll tell everyone Hot Tub Time Machine. I told you, I was supposed to see that movie twice... Um, That's what you were telling us before, but twice. you missed out on well, both opportunities. Decision for you, you know, you tell your friends you're going to go to Bible study, and then someone invites you to a special screening um, with the cast and the crew. So, well, what do you do? If you go, guess what? The friend that's having the Bible study also knows the friend that's hosting it. So, <laughs> right. you, you know, 
It was a clear choice, but it was the right choice. So you didn't and I go went to, to Bible study, so I missed it. And I go, no big deal. I'll get to see the next screening. Something came up again. So I feel like I should have seen this movie, but I haven't. Well, it's funny. I like almost saw this movie, but I ended up only going to the after party. So it's the same kind of thing. For I keep missing this stupid movie. And, and not to say it's stupid, because I do kind of want to see it. It looks kind of funny, but it does look ridiculous. Right. What do you think, Jordan? Well, I, I've never seen the movie, but I heard a lot of good things. Actually, Kyle, the only thing I've seen from you is you dressing up like you were in the 80s going to the screening, but you never saw it? No, I didn't. What happened? I just went to the after party a little late. <laughs> okay. That's like so, that's like that's when you know you're super cool and high when you just go like, I don't need to see them. That's what the stars of the movie are. Listen, I was like I, I was like I looked at my watch with no batteries. I was like, eh, getting late. Uh it's probably just gonna hit up the after party. Have you been to have you done a lot of premieres? I've had a you know, listen. We live in Hollywood. What do you think? Well, no, you know, I'll be honest because I get to do a lot of cool things, but premieres I've been to very, very few. Actually, I've been to many, many, many premieres, yeah. yeah I've, I've, that's one thing I um, you know, don't get to do as much as I'd like, but it's good because every time I go, it's I'm super genuinely special. excited. Like I'm on vacation and You're I'm like, geared oh, up. And, oh, look at know. that star over there. And then, you go, and then he gets on his Twitter and he's like, oh, you won't believe what I just saw on the well, red carpet. There, there's something cool about two things that, for those of you that uh, – you know, if you haven't been to a premiere, there's two things. One, the the director will get up there and he'll talk about his movie, and it puts such a human element. Like, oh, this is his project. Just right. like we're working on our project, this is his project. It might happen to have a hundred million dollar budget, but it's all the it's same. It's cool because it, it's their baby. Exactly, it brings it to a right. personal level. Right. And then, you know, I definitely caught myself a couple times, you know, watching a scene, and then you just look to your left, and you're like, well, dude, there he is. Right. And you know, it was scary. Um, the one I saw, it had a bad guy in it. Um, you know, one of those guys who just terrifies you. You know. And I saw him after the movie, and I just, you know. The character that played the, the bad guy. Yeah, the character. Or the actor that played the character who exactly. was the bad and I guy. Scared like, to go I, up to I, him? I backed off. And, and I think he saw it in my eyes, and I'm like, that's pathetic. Like, that's so amateurish. Why were you so scared of him? Because he was a very bad person. In he was the movie. a great actor. Kind of like, kind of like, you know what, I, my question I always wondered when I was little? What's that? How those people in the WWF ever saw The Undertaker backstage? Like <laughs> right. I was like, convinced he because was, it's not real, Ryan. These I, things are not real. What isn't real? Okay, oh, uh, okay. Now let's get real serious awkward. here. Uh, okay, let's see what else is coming out. How to Train Your Dragon, Chloe for a limited release. Uh, I know I haven't heard of that movie. The Runaways, open limited L A L A N Y C Chicago. Does Miley Cyrus have a new movie coming out here pretty soon? She does. That's coming up real soon. These are all coming out though. This I guess this Today. week. Today, yes. It must be. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Well, I think that's today because her and her uh, boyfriend, her Australian boyfriend. I, I it might should, be next week. I think. It's I know how to week. spell his name. Is it next week? Okay, yeah, I think it's What's next it called? Week. Looking Good or something? There's like no. a, some weird. The Last uh, Song? The Last, the last song. song. That's yeah, what Ryan's it is. How do, big how do you fan. say? Do you, is, it, is it Liam Henst? Uh, is it Liam? Is that how you say his first name? Liam. Yeah, okay. Liam well, Nielsen? I'm yeah. actually, I actually do want to see that movie, though, because, you know. Not that I'm a big Miley fan or anything, but you know it's her first dramatic role in a movie, so you know right. I think this can. Make I want to see if right she here. can actually act. Right. AF Chick eighty four. I'm assuming Abercrombie and Fitch. Holler. Um, so that the movie comes out the third. <laughs> Ryan wants her number. Thanks. Uh, mute your thing on there, by the way. Mute your speaker. It's real easy. There's a button for it on the uh, outside of your computer there. All right, guys. Uh, let's do some of this. It's time for weird news. Wow. Okay. Weird news. Let's see what's happening here. <laughs> oh, man. I love this show. Uh, yearbook Tea Time. What is this one? An Arlington, Washington high school student has been okayed by administrators to wear a God is Dead t-shirt for his yearbook photo. Justin Serber had accused the school of censorship after much debate, was allowed to wear the shirt, 
There will be an explanation of the controversy accompanying the picture in the yearbook. He says, I don't regret bringing this all up. It's been an education for me. But as a guy at school said on a sign that he carried around one day, everyone, everybody's T-shirts are okay. Can we just get back to school now? He's right. Okay. One more time. What did the shirt say exactly? God is dead. Well, hmm. yeah, not only, not only agreeing upon it in person, that's, that's neither here nor there, but I remember when I was in school, like, I got in trouble for, for wearing a shirt that said I like girls because it was um it was Because everyone thought you were gay. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, that, that's unacceptable at our school. Well done. Ryan. Very well done. But it's like, you couldn't wear a shirt that said I like basketball because the school would say that was unfair to people who played baseball and golf. <laughs> like, they were so sensitive. It was, it was a fun game to try to see how much you could just break the rules. But that is like, I mean... Wow. I went to a small Christian private school growing up, even in uh, middle school, and we had to wear an exact uniform, you know, so we couldn't have any creativity. So the only exception, though, was we could all wear sweaters. We could be like, no, it's cold. We can't wear <laughs> right. this polo shirt. So I remember we'd all just try to, like, get a, you know, sneak out and wear the uh, crazy sweaters if we could. And occasionally you'd get away. Like, during Christmas, would you have, like, the knit ones from your grandmother? Like the no, Santa mainly, Claus. You know, I, I thought I was really cool. I was a basketball player, so I'd mainly <laughs> wear hoodies, you know, the, you know, yeah. real baggy ones I could put my hands in between, you know. But then the teacher would always come. We would wait. That sounded weird. But uh, I never wore the uniform underneath the hoodies. So the teacher would always come and try to check on me in class. <laughs> right. and, like, embarrass me in front of everyone. And now, now you come up, you're like, yeah, I actually started a non-for-profit called Generosity Water. No big deal. Hey, just so <laughs> you know, never. I know it's been a while, but never try doing that. Um at the airport, not wearing anything under your hoodie because every time now they will want you to take it off. Do you have to take off your hoodie at the airport? Now you do, no, I yes. mean, I, I would wear something under the hoodie but not the uniform. I, I just want to start getting I've naked at the airport and just like taking everything off. Just like, just, just, just like, like literally just take off your shoes, take off your pants, like just all you have. Stop. <laughs> yeah, just don't stop. Like <laughs> it's your first something. time flying. Like, and you're putting everything through. The, like, I wonder what they would say. Like, no, 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 no TSA, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. You're fine now. It's totally fine. Like, I wonder how far, you, that'd be hilarious. I wonder how far you could get before if getting you buy like, me a ticket to let's think of someplace cool let's say london i'll do it okay the thing that pisses me off the most about airplane flights is that they make you put your seat up when you're gonna land what does that have to do with landing i i don't understand that at all i don't know i don't, know. They I, don't, I don't either i don't think do that it, when you fly private <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> all right okay next next topic okay let's hear this all right here's another weird news story a crazed forest lake minnesota man was arrested after he ran out naked onto an interstate claiming he was both god and the devil well, what are all these, these like crazy stories? The 23-year-old man had been tasered by police in order to get him to move from the middle of the road. According to police, the man was claiming that he had killed God, how he was God, and that he was also the devil. He also allegedly begged for officers. There's our word, buddy. He was also allegedly he also allegedly begged for officers to shoot him and said, "quote He had the code to heaven." Oh man, he, they they really shouldn't have tasered this guy. That may have been important. Cops found a syringe loaded with narcotics in the man's jacket pocket, which was among the clothes he had left on the side of the road. It's not clear if any criminal charges will be filed. I think they should be. Can They can get a lot on this guy. Can they prove the jacket was his, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I've always wondered that. How can they prove that that stuff was yours? How about this Obviously, one? the guy was a little crazy. He needs to go to a mental hospital. I mean... Yeah, I'm surprised this guy wasn't. Uh, we, we were just talking about stalkers and stuff on our last show. Adrena Patrick, this guy is probably a stalker, too. All the stalkers are crazy. They always carry syringes with them. <laughs> Cops in Hills, uh, Hillsdale, New Jersey, are on the lookout for a man who broke into a local restaurant, cooked up a chicken dinner, and left without stealing any money. What's the point? The hungry thief left behind the 200 bucks that was in the cash register and instead left the restaurant staff with a pile of dirty, cl- uh, dirty dishes. A similar incident occurred last year at a KFC restaurant. Cops aren't 
sure if the culprit was homeless. Um, guess what? If uh, he was homeless, he wouldn't have left two hundred dollars. Come on, what are we missing? Yeah, I don't something? understand. That's stupid. But, but hey, have you ever not so thought dumb. of this? I've thought of this probably a thousand times. I've just never quite pulled the trigger. I can't tell you how many times I got a pack of gum. I'm in line, and there's three people in front of me, and I'm just like, listen, I just want to set. I'll set the two dollars, keep the change on the counter, look at him in the eye, hold up the gum and leave, you know, <laughs> or just like drop $2 where the gum thing was. Right. I think about it all the time. If I just leave it there, you know, is it stealing? Well, uh, you know, it's a, it's an interesting question. I mean, I, I mean, it, not if the guy sees you with the $2. Yeah, right. Listen, you know? uh, Jordan's a real generous guy, real giving. Why don't you tell us what your thoughts are on that? Well, you know, with Ryan, he has ADD, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he like you know took the gum and didn't realize that he didn't pay for it. You know, I would cut him slack. Right. But for most people, mental issues, mental yeah, issues. Exactly, we could just blame it on that. But for most people, if you show the guy two dollars, and there's obviously a few people in line, this is especially <laughs> cool at a Seven Eleven or something where you can just put it on the counter. Right. That's fair enough. Especially you're going to give the guy an extra little tip. You know, even if it's thirty cents, no big deal. It's something. That's, that's, a, that's not stealing. It's one if you put it in your pocket and walk away. That's definitely stealing. So Kyle, don't do that. Okay. Okay, I'll try to stay away from you. You guys ever that. do that accent? I always remember I was in the store with my mom and I driving down the road and I go, oh, oh my God, I got gum in my pocket. You know, because you put it in there and uh, Dude, went back. And I, I once was like, oh my gosh, mom, I'm driving this car. I don't even, I, uh, uh, I was just at the dealership and I, uh, my car was in for service. And uh, One time I was at the liquor store and literally just, I stole, I was like maybe six years old. No, oh, okay, 12 years old. What were you old. doing in the liquor store at 12, by the way? Well, you know, I was in there with my mom. It was close by the house and I stole a little Jolly Rancher that was five cents, but I didn't have any money. I was 12 years old and I really wanted it. So I stole a Jolly Rancher, put it in my pocket and we got in the car. My mom knew I had no money. We were almost home. And I showed her the Jolly Rancher. She drove me back to the no liquor store. Way. Made me show the guy who ran the place and apologize for stealing a freaking Jolly Rancher. Wait, and then, it, then, then you find out. <laughs> she finds out. It's like, oh, no, that was actually forgiven. Like, that's for customers. <laughs> exactly. It's totally free. The five cents, that was a joke. That would have made my day. Nothing costs five so cents anymore. pissed. I was like, I was almost crying going back in. Have you ever stolen anything else? Um, not since then. That really, honestly, I got to be honest. That like freaked me out and right. she taught so me a really good, good lesson. Parody. I think I think so. My mom was a really good mom, though. That's, not that, lie. That, that's really, 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 really good parenting. And yeah, and that was that's it. Like, what you do. She, that was the discipline. She didn't spank me or give me a timeout or anything after that. She knew, okay, if he's gonna go back and embarrass himself, like now he learned his lesson. And I did honestly. Nothing okay, makes you more angry than people here's what people are saying right now. Uh, Emily says, "I've never heard of this before. I think it's stealing." Um, let's see. Uh, how about gross impatience and wait in line like everyone else? My brother Ryan, who's listening, says I concur just because the transaction needs to take place simultaneously to keep the books equal. Stephen Carrier says, yes, sir. Everyone agrees. It seems like people can be so greedy, uh, especially Ryan. <laughs> Emily says, and- should have shown the Jolly Rancher. <laughs> okay. I love this live chat. This makes it real fun. It is. It this does. is a great subject. I feel like we've all been, uh, part of this one way or another have you, you guys oh go ahead i'm just gonna say you know i've never actually like shoplifted if you will or stolen anything i've always been so nervous of it uh and i'm such a great person that I'm, have <laughs> no, you but, ever made listen, a mistake Kyle, i've uh, never no i've made mistakes all the time but i've never actually stolen anything like i've never actually gone to the store and been like okay i'm gonna steal this little thing i really have never done it before because I, i've always been so nervous of like karma yeah. like it's been a weird thing like yeah. i get this real weird feeling inside of me 
and then I feel like horrible about it. Cause I'm, I'm like a people pleaser. So if I'm not constantly pleasing people like the shop owner, I'll feel horrible. I so I go in there and overpay. Yeah. I was at the house of blues, <laughs> house of blues in Myrtle beach with my buddy. We were probably 16 years old. I found I still remember $470 in cash on the floor in the bathroom. Really? Yeah. How much? 470. That's a lot of money. $470. And, and the only thing that went, I mean, at that time, it, it, I'm not going to say $470 is never a lot of money, but imagine that time, 16 years old, $470. Right. I mean, that's is, like finding, I mean, I mean, go, I mean you just crap ton yeah. of money. People will never find that amount in their lives, no matter no how way. old they're. So I found it, and instantly I thought, oh my God, someone's vacation is ruined right now. So I turned it into the management. And they said, oh, That's yeah, a very you know, we'll make sure. Do, well, way. no, it's not. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because to this day, it still angers me. You know, they kept the money. I should have said if someone. Well, how do you know? It, how do you have, know they weren't sweet people and just did what you did as well? Well, because I, I, I investigated a little later and their stories didn't match up. So what I should have said they in retrospect, what I should have said in retrospect was I have money. Here's my number. If somebody calls. Right. Put them in contact with me and tell them how much they've lost. Well, how Good old idea. You? You're, I like you're that. like 15. Yeah, I was young and I called my dad. He's right. like, and I was like, oh, my dad said that's what you should have done. I go, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I got a similar story problem, except this one. Uh, I was actually on vacation with my family in uh, Cancun and I went scuba diving for the first time. I was like maybe 15 years old. Right. And we were at the very bottom of the ocean floor. No joke, found a $10 bill at the bottom of the ocean floor, and I did not turn it in anywhere because I figured if it's on the bottom of the ocean floor, you know, that's like my little hidden treasure. Were you scared you were going to drown? Like, I would have been like, my tank is going to blow up because I'm not turning this in. No, I had to take all kind of lessons and everything, so I was really well prepared. I mean, you know, it's not like anyone dropped it recently, so I mean, who am I going to go and like talk to about that? So our money is that sturdy that it it can sit at the bottom of the ocean floor and like nothing's going to happen to it. I guess, or maybe it happened like earlier that day. What did you spend that on? I don't remember. Maybe uh, puka shell necklaces? (laughs) (laughs) They were hot. Back I traded then. They were really something cool. Else from the they bottom of the not gonna, sea. Not gonna lie, they were really hit back then, you know. And I had these cool sunglasses and everything too. You know, it's funny. I worked my first movie that I ever worked on was Stranger Than Fiction. I was an intern. This was in Chicago, and I had this puka shell necklace that I, I don't remember where I bought it from. But you know, like when you're younger, like 17, 16, 17, you always like you have your like it's like a tick of most of what you always wear. Oh, yeah. Well, I was wearing this puka shell necklace for like days at a time. I would like never take it off. Except for the shower, and uh, literally, like this puka shell necklace was my like thing. I always say how you know Arthur would always wear the same clothing in every. Hey, Kathy, do you need a jacket? By the way, yeah. Kathy's freezing. She's here answering phones today because uh, producer Ricky is out. Uh, he's on vacation this weekend. Hold on a second. Well, you know, um, we were talking about the puka shells, right? Um, I can proudly say everyone can look at me right now. I don't like anything on me. I've never ear piercing, tattoos, watches, you name it. It's part I don't like Clothes. it looks uh, <laughs> sometimes when I've had a little too much to drink. But no. But one thing, except for one time, I used to wear this bracelet I got from Abercrombie and it was the puka shell around my wrist. And I look back on this picture and I had a pink polo shirt on, magenta. <laughs> Not only was it pink, the collar was popped. I had on my bracelet thing. And I had frosted tips and my hair gelled oh up. My, and oh I walked up. So I mean, 90s. And, and the thing is, I so thought I was so pierced. cool and confident. And I'm surprised why my dad didn't disown me for at least a week or two. But I thought I was so cool. And, and it was didn't stand out that much because it's what everyone was doing. 
That's hilarious. Isn't it amazing My that in high school you always wanted to fit in with everyone else, but right. now you want to kind of stand, stand out, out and not do Exactly. It. Why is that? And that's why that's why Jordan looks so weird all the time. Here's my question. You know, I had a friend who, who always in high school he was kind of he caught on to this a little earlier than some of us. He always he never wanted to go with the crowd. I didn't. I was the type that would copy my friend's clothes from Abercrombie. If I see saw someone like it, I'd try to go get it. But I had one friend who would Never wear anything from Abercrombie, even if he liked it, because he wanted to have something different. And I argued with him, isn't he just as guilty as us? Because he's allowing other people to influence his decision. So whether you follow the crowd or try to be so different that you don't follow anyone, I think you're just as guilty. Right. right. I agree. I think he's just as guilty, but at least he stood out. You know, at least he like, looked cooler than the rest of you guys. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, I said, yeah, I should say, I should listen to what other people are saying before I say, yeah, and check <laughs> yeah. my phone. No, that's my problem. I like, I'm like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Wait, what were you talking about again? Oh, yeah, I'm only like, multitasking like 12 things over here. How many times do you think we've done that when people have asked like a serious question? Like, hey man, uh, um, do you, do you hate me? Yeah. Yeah, dude, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and you know they're not listening. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, that guy wasn't All right, guys, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with Celebrity Milk. And I know you have some cool stories to share with us, right? Uh, uh, there's like something with... No. Uh, um, what, what is it? Yes, What's his face? the answer AC. is yes. Anderson Cooper. That's just some cool oh, oh the shark stuff. Yeah, so we'll talk about when we come back. Exactly. All right, let's do it. We'll be right back, guys. Stick around. You're listening to... Kyle Sherman Live. I'm Amber. I'm David. We're from New York City, and we love and we Kyle love Live. Live. Stand by for more Kyle Sherman. What the hell is that? Oh, it's rotten milk. Celebrity milk is just around the corner. like me you love music you love clothes listen you got to check out rock and roll t-shirts.com this website is awesome from bob dylan diana crawl to simon and garfunkel the site has everything when it comes to cool t-shirts and accessories all branded with legendary rock and roll names and picks let me check this out they even carry harmonicas played by bob dylan himself come on where else are you gonna find this stuff i actually just ordered a shirt from them last week it came fast it looks great it's pretty cool in fact i should probably wear it on the show at some point Listen, so go to rockandrollt-shirts.com after this show and check out everything they have. Mugs, t-shirts, accessories, and more even. And if you use the code KYLELIVE on checkout, you'll get 10% off on your purchase. It's not a bad deal. Use the code KYLELIVE on checkout, you'll get 10% off. So head on over to rockandrollt-shirts.com. That's rockandrollt-shirts.com. Go to KyleLive.com. KyleLive.com. To catch the Ustream Studio Cam. Time is right for a nice warm drink of Celebrity Milk. Utterly delicious news. All right, uh, we're back. Celebrity news. This is the fun part of the show where we get to talk about fun things. Jordan just used the bathroom. Uh, I hope he feels better. All right. Um, what's our first story there, Ryan? The first story, let me Give get it down me. off of live. And I am scrolling up. Uh, hold on one second, guys. You want me this to do it for live. you? This is very live. George, why don't you start and then hand it off to me like football? Okay. I'll start it off for you guys. Well, I guess Anderson Cooper apparently this weekend is swimming with sharks or something for a second time. I guess he yeah. did this like a couple years ago back in 2008 or something. He did. I don't know. I know it was a second time. Um, it's going to air on 60 Minutes, and they released a little teaser video that's just over a minute. Um, it's crazy, guys. I'll give you the visual. Basically, um, I mean, it's it's just imagine being in the ocean. Sharks around you, blood being tossed in the water, and then you put on a scuba suit and jump straight in. And that's what he did. 
And why? Why though? Do we know? I, I mean, I, what's I don't the know point of this? That's what I'm struggling. I mean, so he did. You know, I, I was having a conversation with some friends the other day where he did Jeopardy, I believe, a while hmm. back, and didn't do too well. Anderson Cooper did Celebrity yes. Jeopardy. Yes. And it's like, wait, why do you – you have nothing to gain by that. You go on and you do well, and you should have because you're delivering us the news. <laughs> right, right. And you don't do well, and everyone's just like, uh, wait, who's this guy? You already had the credibility, right. man. We've seen you in the front lines. You do a fantastic job. So this is adding like some sort of like, okay, raising awareness that shark's not all bad. And then also at the same was time, he, was he in one of those cages though, where the sharks like? They, no, he was just swimming with no, sharks. No, they literally dive in with great whites. Go in the sit middle the of bottom. the ocean, or was this in like a conservative no, tank? No, this or is something? in the middle of the ocean. These are with they pour blood in the water. So by he the could way. have died. We could we could have missed out on he, Anderson. Cooper. Not only that, um, Kyle actually pulled up a clip, the and not only this. could he have died. Yeah, we'll tell you what he says if he did die. He well, tells we, you. I guess we don't know. To the, no, well, he, he gives instructions. He says, "If I die, and Kyle play it." Let's. Okay, listen. Here we go. There's about four or five great whites circling the boat, searching for food. There's one in the water right there as we speak. So it's time to start the dive. Project confidence. That's what Mike Rutzen recommends. I'm not exactly sure how to do that underwater with a wetsuit. Okay, how do you feel? Feel good. Good may be an overstatement. Just remember, if I get eaten, just keep rolling. Because the only thing more stupid than being eaten would be to be eaten and not have it videotaped. Rutzen believes the sharks now circling the boat are players, curious and not too aggressive. It's an odd sensation knowing that you're about to jump into water filled with blood and sharks. Rutzen goes first, then I take the plunge. Immediately, a 15-foot great white swims straight toward us. Their size and power is awesome. They don't attack, but they want to see what we are and circle us constantly. What a crazy guy for yeah. doing that. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change crazy. In my opinion, I'm going to go with stupid. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever said that about him, but why, man? What? No, I, there's, there's just, it's stupid. I like Anderson Cooper. I, I, I think CNN at night would be different without him, without AC360. Agreed. I like yeah. that Agreed. show. I like him. I like his show. I'm only calling it his idea and what he did stupid. Right. Hey. I don't think he ha- he needs to prove anything. You know, I mean, he has nothing to gain here. He's been to every single part of the earth in the in extreme Look situations. Look at him in Haiti. Pulling yeah, the not kid only that, out of the rubble. Exactly. I saw him at in, uh, in, during Hurricane Katrina. Like, he was down there covering it and he was like holding on to a pole while he's covering so he can you know get the news out so this is a guy who will do anything but swimming with sharks i mean for what it doesn't show you're tough it, it just shows you're a gambling man because i don't no matter you could be a 10 year old or you could be the strongest toughest man in the world and if that shark's gonna attack you he's gonna attack you it doesn't prove anything to me that he's a tougher man well here's what some people are saying i question him what one person says i want to i want to do the thing where you get in the cage underwater and sharks swim around but it would terrify me Somebody else says maybe it's because CNN's ratings are low. I mean, he's on 60 Minutes promoting CNN. I don't know about that. Uh, There's no amount of money you could pay me to go and swim with sharks, uh, especially when you put blood everywhere. Truly, I'm not not exaggerating when I say $5 million. It's not over my life too much. But listen to this, though. Listen to this. I don't know why everyone is so scared of sharks. More people are killed by lightning than shark attacks and driving. Oh come on! Okay, That's what people okay. are saying here. Here's, here's I'm, and I'm, I'm not going to criticize that person because I understand what you're saying. But this is something that people. A lot of times, these comments are made. Every single one of us, for the most part, hops in a car every single day. Of course, there's going to be more car right. accidents. Right? How many people swim close to a shark? If you want to break down the numbers, you know, 
um, you know, if you want to break down the numbers and put it all in perspective, I should say, you know, you that argument's people, thrown out. Right. Yeah. A crap ton of people die from shark attacks. It's like, say, it's like the flight thing. You and know? we're not talking about, oh, let's not go to the beach and go surfing because of shark attacks. Yeah, I understand that's rare, but we're talking about like jumping in and egging on sharks by putting blood everywhere. That's just not, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Well, it doesn't sound yeah. too safe. I mean, I mean, I would do that uh, with dolphins. I would like to swim with dolphins. I've done that before and it's really, really fun. They're amazing animals, you know, but. Well, they're not going to eat you. Right. Dol- like, right. Dolphins will save you from sharks. <laughs> right. They'll be like, dude, let's get this human out of here because they're smart. Sharks are dumb and like, oh, I that guy. Can, can you guys, anyone, anyone out there thinking, could you mind if we go back just a tiny bit where we were talking about how people will, will compare two unrelated things? Does anyone have any examples out there? You know, one that always gets me is when people are so fascinated by the fact that, like, dude, did you know that um, car accidents are like 90% of the time they happen 10 minutes in front of your home? And you're like, oh, you really can't put the two and two together and realize because 90% of the time you are driving within 10 minutes of your home? Like, I mean, and like, oh, yeah. So, wow, that's one thing that drives me nuts. Facts like that that, uh, you know. Facts that are so obvious but sound like I love how you're talking about this when it had nothing to do with what else we were just talking about. That's how fired up I get. I'm sorry, guys. No, all I'm saying is that it kind of has to do with your story. It was. Yes. So It's like two things that, whoa, this is like getting real like fourth dimensional here. (laughs) That's really crazy. Did you get so, what I'm saying, or am I am I insane? No, you're being you're, you're just it's tr- we're transitioning, right? I would love um, to hear what people think about that. They're like actually swimming with sharks. Would anyone actually like do that? I mean, has, has anyone ever contemplated that? This is funny. Ninety nine percent of people who have died have eaten bread. My brother calls it the red herring fallacy. <laughs> oh wow! wow. Ryan, can you call in eight seven seven Kyle four two four? Give us a call. I want to know what you think about this. <laughs> oh, Kathy, if my brother calls, uh, ma- make sure he gets through. All right. Anyone have any other facts like that, though? Man, skewed facts? There. Let's see what else is here. Um, let's see. Oh, this is a big one. Jesse James is quickly becoming the Tiger Woods of the motorcycle world. A third woman has come forward claiming she had an affair with Sandra Bullock's husband. Bridget Duguier, an LA photographer, says she had sex with James only four times, but the two kept in contact through texts and emails for about a year. And she has uh, about 195 of the racy texts to prove it. Maybe she'll start a website, too. Oh, man. But wait, there's more. There's a fourth alleged mistress, and she's been represented by attorney Gloria Aldred. Aldred describes the mystery woman who hasn't yet decided to go public as a beautiful model and businesswoman who had a three-year fling with James that ended after the scandal broke. She, too, has uh, damning texts, emails, and photos. By the way, Tiger is still way in the lead with at least 15 alleged mistresses. Well, that's horrible. You know what's the 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 sad <laughs> irony, and there's no humor to this, but the uh, uh, I think it was Nisi Nash interviewed. Um, she interviewed Sandra uh, a little while when the whole Tiger thing was breaking, and you know she said something probably like girlfriend. Oh, that, that I shouldn't say girlfriend. I'm sorry, that was wrong. She probably said Sandra. Um, how did you feel? You know, what would you do if your husband did that to you? If you were Tiger's wife, and I think she said something along lines of, "I wouldn't have stopped there. I would have picked up a baseball bat." <laughs> so, I mean, just Uh-oh. the poor girl. That it just goes to show you, she had no clue whatsoever. None. That's hysterical. And so, if you're Jesse James, you're running right now. I mean, right? Isn't that a song, a Carrie Underwood song about a Louisville slugger? Or something? <laughs> exactly. And your headlight, right? Yeah, exactly. No, I I do feel bad for Sandra. I mean, it's a horrible. Thing. Hollywood's looking bad, man. You know that. All these guys, and it just, you know, you wonder, all these guys are going to criticize, and rightfully so, but here's my question to you. All right, so for all the guys that are out there criticizing, how many guys would go through and do this 
if it was that easy, if they could go on Facebook and anyone they want, you know, just like that. I mean, because my conversion right. ratio is like 1 to 25 right now. Imagine being <laughs> 24 out of 20. I mean, but really, you know, they see a girl in a magazine. Hey, call her. Get her over here. Get You know, it's just... Uh, You're like, hold on. I have to call uh, Marissa... So Miller over here, one sec. I'm just so easy. right, but I mean, sorry, I mean, Kathy. If you're married, one you should, that's not an excuse, right? I mean, if you're married, you should be so in love with your wife that you don't want to even have those desires. I mean, that's. I mean, when you're single, it's a whole nother story. But <laughs> when you're married, you really got to cut that stuff out. <laughs> Could not agree anymore. And I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying for all the people out there that are shocked by it, I wonder how many people that are shocked by it that are married, guys out there that might do the same thing. You right. know, if they could. <laughs> well, right. the, the thing about being a celebrity, too, I, I, I wonder, this is what I truly wonder. How many middle America men are doing this, but you never hear about it because they never get caught? Yeah. Like with strippers yeah. at the local joint, you know, that the guys go down to have to work on Friday because they're staying late at the office, you know? They have a right. website what? for that called Ashley Madison. I, well, I shouldn't even say it because I don't want to advertise it, but they have no, a website it is. called I Ashley know. Madison. And not only that, you guys, they have put billboards up in L.A., and they had some witty billboards basically saying, here's where you go to cheat on your spouse. And, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, just, I mean, they're blatant. It's horrible. It's awkward driving horrible. by them. Kind of like when you used to drive by a strip club with your parents. Right. It's that and same you, And then you'd want to stare because there's like that chick yeah. on the billboard that you're like, I yeah. think I just, uh, you know, uh, okay. What are you looking at? The sun. The sun. Right. The sun. Oh, well, it's real bright. You know, I think we should start giving some credit to the guys who actually stay faithful to their, you know, wives or girlfriends and all that. So, I mean, we always give a lot of, we always give a lot of fame to all these, you know, people who are cheating on their on their wives how do we give credit to the guys who aren't you know right make that popular make that cool well here's what cool beans is asking would any of you do it if you thought you couldn't get caught i i would say no i would never do it not to Ever. kathy i mean come on no she's too cute look at her look over at those there. legs can you see her on the camera i guess you really can't look at those <laughs> legs i can't do it to kathy <laughs> she'd kill me too so that'd be that would well, be it so now you can't because it's on tape. You're right, it's on tape so, now. So, yeah, don't. So I wouldn't do that because you'd be the first to... Uh, suspect. First suspect, exactly. Right. I Who's could, a shark, I swear. I right. could buy the rights and make a movie out of that, George. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think about that? Would you? I mean, if would you do that if you were in uh, in his spot and you could have any girl you wanted? Well, I mean, the only answer is no. Um, but again, I'm not in his spot. I haven't been married. Well, be honest. alone had a very serious girlfriend. But um, I mean... So you'd maybe try it? No, I mean the answer is the no. I'm just trying to just trying to not mislead people and say I'm not in a serious relationship. But I never. I mean, have like, what been, would you so. do if there was like two girls, maybe friends, that like really liked you and really, you know, really wanted to pursue a relationship with you? I mean, how do you choose which one to be with? Great question. <laughs> wow. Um, no, but that's such a good segue because speaking of two, um, Angelina <laughs> has twins. I don't know if you guys know. Um, what does that mean? And we were going to talk about the twins and the celebrity babies and the Shiloh, and I just right. thought it was a perfect time to bring that up. Well, I want to hear about it. Talk to okay. me. Okay. So, well, basically, I decided we should talk about it. I asked, you know, Kyle and I were talking. We said, let's talk about this whole Shiloh thing. You know, she's that's Angelina's daughter, and she's just the cutest thing ever, you know. But now she's been getting some ridiculous. Um, comments because they think she might yes yes they're calling a little kid like that a possible lesbian for her choices now i'm Wait, laughing how old is shiloh right now she's got to be under two right um, what, what? I mean, how can you accuse <laughs> how can you even why would you how is that news and how does anyone really give a crap well and that's that is crazy. people just need to leave her alone and she's three years old th and here's what annoys Listen, me that's horrible and that's exactly why you said it. it's horrible that's why i wanted to bring up this story to talk about 
just I mean, these magazines are putting kids on the cover. It infuriates cool. me. The Michael Jackson kids, they hounded them, their dad just died. It's the one thing it really angers me. That's times like this where I'm shamed to be a part of entertainment media in Hollywood. And we, we love it, but then I start to wonder who's to blame. If people are buying these magazines, the public's crazy about it. We're having serious conversations if we think Shiloh is a lesbian. That's all I think that needs to be. It's said. stupid. I mean, come on. It is really ridiculous, but like you said, it's even more ridiculous that obviously these magazines are putting out what people are buying. So obviously, for some reason, people care about what celebrities' kids are doing. And then but, why? But, but why who would who would make these allegations? I, here's you know? the thing, though. I mean, that's the thing that you know. As much as I'm quick to criticize, well, hey guys, you know, it's like when people, hey, you know, when people complain about stories on the news, they're on the news because that's what you demand, that's what you right. watch. Okay, so look at yourself. But as much as I want to criticize. God, I, I thought, you know, Shiloh, I thought she was the most adorable thing ever. And I, I remember in the old, you know, I used to Twitter, um, you know, how cute I thought she was. Right. So that was your Ryan's extent of talking about celebrity kids is, hey, you know, they're cute. But um, well, she is. She is really cute, though. I'm not going to lie for, for a, you know, for like a two year old girl. Yeah. She's I mean, look at her parents. They're really. But you make uh, a good point. Jordan. Where's that line of being right. cute? And then starting to, she's two and they're criticizing her about being a lesbian. I mean, what's going to happen when she's five and ten? Like. When she actually the can read boy. the cover of the magazine that like, she's right. on. There's a line that we should draw. I mean, in, There should be illegal. Right. Shiloh spotted holding hands at playground. <laughs> Other man I, I think Chris Hansen should show up at like the photo lab where they're developing the photos of the, of the photographers who are taking the pictures of these kids. Like, hi, I'm Chris Hansen from Dateline NBC. Uh, what are you doing with these photos of two-year-olds? Yeah, who do you you know? Who do you who do you blame? Who do you guys think you blame? Because you got the photographers who are trying to do their job and make the big money. The magazines that are buying them, we're buying the magazines. So I think you got to stop it at the source. Like, bottom line is, don't take pictures, don't write articles about celebrity kids. Exactly, especially if they're going to be that crude you know that's just unbelievable and that's and I'll, I'll i'll thank you so much kathy for bringing that water i was going to get up and now i don't have to now i can talk about how much i cheer for those guys when they try to fight the paparazzi when they're messing with their kids right you know i get there's the thing you sign up for and you know you get that and and okay they can be annoying but yeah man that's that's the line right there and i like that when you see that instinct out of dads that's when you can really respect them right you know like hey man you cross the line i love Let's when da- i like when dads step up oh big time and it's funny because it, it also no shows like the love that, uh, you know, that a real father should have. Yep, exactly. And just and you see that anger. They don't. They don't think they they, they lost it. You know, and uh, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Get a part I think of that, that. I, Can you make that illegal? I guess you can't. How do you make it illegal? Like I, I don't get it. How do you make that illegal? Well, they were the Arnold because you know Arnold feels it firsthand. He was, you know. Let me you know. Let me tell you, Arnold, I, our governor, our, our governor. Yeah, and he tried making some laws, and Kyle, I'll. Take about thirty seconds to tell you a story if you want to. I want to hear it. I was at a uh, I was at a party. I actually I was at a party. Um, it was at the Bar Marmont, which is part of the famous Chateau Marmont, huge Hollywood hangout. Um, it's, it's a cool bar. Very, it's very it's cool. a cool bar. It's very chill. If you guys are out in LA, you should yeah. try to check it out. It's very very it's a cool place. And if you can't get into the main hotel, that's where it's at. Go down to the bar. Um, and that's why Ryan was down there that day. He couldn't get into the main hotel. Last weekly party, but no, no big deal. <laughs> uh, so there was a magazine party. It was either us or okay. They had Liana Lewis perform, and it was a great event. A lot of celebrities there, and I had never seen so many cameras, so many photographers out. I mean, ever in my three years out here. So we go on. It's a great night. I leave with my date. Wait, you told the story last time you were on the show. No, I didn't. 
Did I really? Is this the one where you went up? This is the one where you walked up the like the alleyway and keep, Jason was there. I can't keep my show straight. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Mario wow. agrees. Mario's our new intern, by the way. Mario, say, put yourself on the. the I camera just thought it was a perfect segue here. Say, there, there's Mario. What Mario's I was going to say intern. is okay. So Ryan told the story already. Yeah. Mario knows because he listened to that show, and I, I I remember this. So it wasn't just in our conversation. You failed today. No, no. Hey guys, exactly. And I'm so glad that they that Kyle and uh, everyone listens. I'm very glad about that. I was testing them um, <laughs> because I was going to add a new element to the story, which you guys heard the story. But I actually they mistake my they mistook my date for Shanae. Um, and uh, Grimes from 90210 and I happened to see Shanae last week and I told her the story and it was very funny and I basically said I don't know how you do it well for those who don't know in a nutshell Ryan was walking out ended up being like plastered by photographers because his date they they, I guess the the photographers thought she was somebody uh, that was her face Shanae Shanae Grimes Shanae Grimes And uh, she wasn't, and then the girl was like this is why I hate Hollywood, right? My date, yeah, acted so upset and like and she said, this is why I hate going out in Hollywood. And I looked at her like, that, this is what's wrong. This is why I hate going out in Hollywood. Because people who say that. I hate girls like that. H-G-L-T. Hate girls like that. It's what we do with our buddies when a guy says something. Kyle, let's give him a quick H-G-L-T to let him in on the game. All right, let's do a little uh, hate guys like that segment here. Um, I hate, uh, hate guys like that. They walk away from a radio show in the middle of it live. Perfect, perfect. Jordan, how about this? I hate guys not like that. One, not a good one. Um, Ah, oh, you know, uh, I would have made the pros, but I blew out my knee. Ah, oh, hate Perfect. guys like that. How many of you guys oh, have heard one. people like that, dude? So many hot bitches at the gym today. I was getting. Do we have a bleeper up. on this? Um, I'm sorry, guys. No, it's okay. You can say it. It's fine. I'm, I'm sure sorry that... if any young listeners are out there. That's not cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's his typical guy that you look and you're like you can't be serious when you said that. There, or you could be like, ah, oh, I just spent like seven hours at the gym, uh, getting pumped. Dude, we popped so hate. many bottles last night. It was sick. Popping bottles like is when guys go to clubs and they spend $500 on a bottle of alcohol. They call it <laughs> popping bottles. And then they take pictures of it, of just the bottles, empty, love, and they I, put I, it on their I Facebook. I love how you just assumed that everyone that listens to the show is from like, the middle of like uh, Utah or something. Like, has hey, no always. idea like what a popping bottles is. There's clubs in other states. Well, I've always learned to understand. Hate guys like that. Ooh, very good. Good very one, good. good one. I just dented my rims when I pulled one, up Kyle? here. Yeah, I just dented my rims on the way up to the show here. Okay. So you were okay. on the 20s, right? 24s. Wow. Hey, guys, sick. like that. You know, sick. we actually so, had a good HDLT earlier when it's like, oh, it's, the sun looks so beautiful right now after, as I'm leasing, leaving my callback or whatever. You know, that's like a great one right there. Exactly. Or like driving down or my Porsche. Or, you know what's yeah. good? The people, have I talked about this on the show before? I probably have, but I'm. Um, I love the people who take a picture of something. Like, let's put an example out there. This one girl takes pictures of her, her cat. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> Man, I got real excited no, for a second. No, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> she literally took pictures of her cat, but instead of zooming in on the cat, she did a wide shot to show off all the Louis Vuitton luggage she had. Oh, right. And said, what a cute cat. Right. So, right. Okay, Emily says, guys who take pictures shirtless. That's yeah, a good okay. one. Post it on their Facebook. Start. Post it on their Facebook profile photo. Emily, that's a good one. You know what I'd like to hear from uh, some of the viewers is, hate girls like that because we've been working so hard on the hate guys like that but wouldn't it be I mean I've actually never thought of a hate girls can we do that one of those yeah here's one right here you know the Louboutins the red bottom shoes (laughs) (laughs) Kathy earmuffs if if I'm on camera I want to show you how girls like I want to show you how um, uh, can I get wow I don't want a wide shot but I want a solo okay yeah get a solo let's put a Mario is he on let's do it yeah let's see it 
Okay, here's Kathy. Kathy's she's gonna w- demonstrate. Here I don't know what us. exactly is happening. Oh, let's not spill the water. Guys, I spilt water. This is live. Let's let's fix this. Let's wow. This up. Did you really? Ryan just spilt water How live on, on the, the studio day. here. It's on. Oh, oh wow. That it's is everywhere. HGLT right wow. there. Wow. It's at, it, You know, listen. It's not gonna break anything. I think we're okay. We're okay. No reason to freak. No, not with that jacket. Not not with that jacket. Oh, Ryan, can you get it with the white shirt? Can you get it with the white shirt? Okay, th- dude, this is, this I hate is guys. a great demonstration. Dude, this is like, by the way, this is this exactly is why people spill. No, this is exactly like the guy who like uh, does the wide shot with the take or the girl is taking a picture of her cat. He's like, "Oops, I just spilled water, so I can take off my my uh, hoodie to uh, you know." Emily says, "Way to be generous about your water, you idiot!" Wow. Uh, no, she didn't really say you like, idiot. I, really I added like that in Emily there. Right now, she is just. Really active in this conversation. Okay, anyway, Emily, can you give us a I, hate girls like that? No, please? I like this. Listen to this, dude. Hate girls who go on and on about demanding equal rights, then get all crabby when you don't do something gentle, gentlemanly for them, like pay for the bill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> girls who good claim, one. Girls who claim to hate drama but are uh, conspicuously at the center of it all. Hate girls like that. Girls who act dumb to look cute. Hate girls like that. That's a good one. When Ryan spills water, hate guys like that. <laughs> hate girls like that. Who wrote that? Tiny bikini? Who loves Stephen Carrier? Oh, Steve O. We're going to do a Christian Louboutin. Uh, these are Louboutin, great. Uh, hey, wait, hold on. Kathy, if you could, can you do us a favor? Can you grab uh, some of the napkins that are in the bathroom right around the corner? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's the some in there. bathroom, you know? Uh, wow. This is all over. Are you on a wide shot right now? Where By the way, yeah, you got to see this, guys. It's cr- all over the table. Like, Ryan really made an ouch. A boo-boo, if you will. That's hilarious. These are hilarious. I love this one. Hate girls who go on and on about demanding equal rights and get all crabby when you don't do something gentlemanly for them, like pay for the bill. Guys who bring up bikini top repeatedly hate guys like that. (laughs) This is so dysfunctional right now. Oh, man. This is so funny. Someone said bikini top or someone's writing that? No, someone said, uh, uh, let's see, where is it here? Guys who bring up bikini top repeatedly hate guys like that. Thanks, Kathy, for doing that. When guys make girls clean up their messes, hate guys like that. <laughs> Thank you. No, seriously, Kathy did a huge favor for us. She did. All right, let's see. Here's some celebrity quickies. The show that brought us Heidi Montag, Audrina Patridge, and Lauren Codrad has been canceled. The MTV reality series The Hills will end its run after uh, season six, which begins airing April 27th. So that's over. Crazy. Um, no, I'm sad. I, you know, I'm sad. As you know, is my mic on? Yeah, it is. Okay. You're live. Um, good, good. Um, yeah, well, Steph's became a very good friend of all of us here, and you know we love her, and she's a sweet girl. And I don't watch this. That's one thing I don't watch the show, um, which is weird. But my friends love guy friends who, yeah. who are athletes and um, otherwise not your typical demographic for uh, Hills. Um, they love the show, so I'm sure a lot of people are sad right now. And I don't, you know, I'm kind of confused because even if viewers are dropping, you're still making a very good profit. The salaries got high. I know that. What are the ratings like, I wonder? Uh, you know, I, th- I don't even want to say it on air. I think I know, but I'm not that confident, so I'd have to do some, some homework before I got approximately, back Approximately, approximately. Jordan, I don't—I want to say— what did I read recently? Around four or five million, but we have to look that up. That's when they weren't doing good. I, you know, I mean, that's almost it's a big show, Kyle though. Live. That's that's pretty. Uh, it large. is. It's exactly like Kyle Live. Uh, seriously, we were on the front of you stream the other day. No big well, deal. I hate guys like that. Salaries <laughs> were getting uh, the salaries were getting crazy. You know, um, and I'm not. When I say crazy, listen, I 
think they were well deserved. I, I'm a big proponent of that. If you're making X amount of money and you're right. the reason the money's being made, it doesn't matter if it's one dollar or one million dollars. It's all on scale. You're right. what you're worth. Right. And those people happen to be worth that. I couldn't agree with you more, to be honest. I mean, the, the producers and the networks are making a killing off of that show. So why not pay the people who are helping you make that much money? Well, I like mean, exactly. the people who are actually doing like right, who, right, who are. Oh, you're representing. They don't even you. have to write episodes, really. They just got to go and be themselves. Right. And, Amen. Know. Well, listen to this. George Lopez won't reveal his wax figure at Madame Tussauds Hollywood on Thursday. He's the first Mexican American to be honored by the museum ever. Okay, I, I'm not interested to go see his wax figure. Just saying. Not only does it look like there's going to be an eighth season of Curve Your Enthusiasm, but it could shape up to be another big one. Following last season's Seinfeld reunion storyline, the possible new season would pair Larry David with Ricky Gervais. Ooh, that would be hilarious. Wow. I like Ricky Gervais. He's really funny. He does The Office uh, uh, Britain. He reminded everyone of that when he hosted the Emmys, right? Did, <laughs> did he really? That? Yeah, he, uh, I don't remember that part. Sorry, I'm gonna, so you might what have did seen he say? Me from The Office. The real one, the original one. Oh, oh yeah, okay, I remember <laughs> that. That's right. Kept and like, yeah, that was me. Oh, you know, Steve Carell's so funny. Where does he get these ideas? He gets them from me, people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they had a close up then. Uh, they had a cut to Steve Carell in audience laughing. He, and he, he, Steve was good. He goes, I'll kill you. Emotion that. Oh, you know, funny. oh, that's really funny. See, I like the people who think on their toes like that. Yeah, Steve's <laughs> one of those guys. He makes me laugh a lot because he's just so awkward a lot of times, you know? He is. He's very awkward. He's kind of like Ryan Bassford in a way. Yeah, like he that, is. You know? He's like Ryan Bassford, totally. <laughs> just in, in like... Embrace he, it. <laughs> embrace <laughs> it. Uh, check this out. Simon Cowell will receive the International Emmy Founders Award November 22nd in the uh, 38th International Emmy Awards in New York. Okay. Did you see... Uh, the International Emmy Awards. That's interesting. Dude, I, I, li- I like that guy so much. I think he's so cool. He's just he's grateful and you know I he do, he's one of those guys I believe that does things to be a good person and doesn't right. tr- does not try to get the press out of it. He has that image and you have to rest. Yes, he's mean, you know, but does what he is what he says is it ever not truthful? Is it ever said just to be mean? No. Think, okay, let's yeah. talk about this for a minute because I do love I I, I, love, I love American Idol. I love American Idol because of Simon Cowell. He is truthful. He's somebody uh, who you should get to represent generosity. Water. I think he'd bring in a lot of business. Uh, you know, Wells. I shouldn't say Simon, business. If you're not for a non for profit. We would love to have you on board. Seriously, but dude, Simon is <laughs> not a mean guy. But he, he's just, not, he speaks he the speaks truth. He speaks the truth, a, which most people don't do. A lot of these crazy people need to hear the truth. You know what I mean? They think exactly. they have talent, and it's. I'm sorry if you want to work in entertainment, get a different job. You are not a good singer. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? Right. Seriously, and, like and, go work at the office selling paper. And you know what like, I like about him though to, is when he gives a compliment. People know it's genuine and right. it's real. Like, you know, I'm sorry, they Paula, I like her, but she gives everyone compliments. So, you know, no one cares. They all want to get, they all want to approve, like get Simon's approval. Which is why she's real. off the show now. Right. And that, because she was allegedly people, also addicted to painkillers. People need to realize so. too, you know, when they watch a show, hey, guess what? Welcome to Hollywood. I mean, this is, I don't care who you are. You can go talk to Brad Pitt and he's going to tell you that he had people like Simon. Right. Bring yeah. him down like crazy. It doesn't matter who you are or what you've done. That's the reality here. And it's often a lot, lot, right. lot worse than that but um you know it's funny because ryan seacrest actually uh, he slipped because they have the joke you know they feud like brothers do with the jokes right you know? of course they not the, you know well, that's know, their frat shtick. room talk they make fun of each other for being gay and it's just it's, it works you know and but, it's um, very funny yeah but ryan said uh you know he goes he's a sweetheart he's a man of gold or something along those lines and uh yeah i like to see that because I- i'm a big fan 
big I'm fan. a big fan. But see, now here's what makes me nervous. This is uh, apparently uh, and allegedly last season of American Idol before now making the American version of the British show X Factor. Yep. So what's going to happen? This is what I want to know. And I know Howard Stern was possibly in talks to replace him. Now there's somebody else. Can't remember his name exactly. Uh, I cannot, man. What was the name of the guy? I don't remember. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Post it on the blog later. But uh, KyleLive.com. But uh, anyway, what's the show going to be like without him? Are people still going to tune in? What's the deal? American Idol without Simon Cowell is like, you know, a pie without anything on the, like, whatever, like garnish. Cherries it's like, inside. It's there like, you go. Cherries inside. Thank you. Oh, man, that that was yeah. a horrible analogy. No, it's like it's ordering like ordering like a, you know, a top of the line car, but without leather seats, you know, it just doesn't, right. doesn't make sense. Um, it's like a Ferrari <laughs> with with uh, with, with vinyl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although some people in California choose vinyl because of the heat, but that's just looking too deep into it, and I apologize. Well, I think the, the, <laughs> the only other, you know, only other reason why people watch American Idol is because you know someone will get a major contract and has the potential to be really famous. But I don't think it's going to get the reviews or, or it's going to get the ratings anywhere close to what it's got. It's before. one of the biggest shows right. in the United States of America. I know people are asking now: Are people still even tuning in? Yes, uh, but possibly won't go on. Um, that's what somebody. Uh, that's what somebody else is saying. Right. So there's more people involved in that than just Ryan Seacrest. That's all I notice. <laughs> that's it. I watch. We I, I Tivo and I just here. watch the raps. I just watch. Uh, I just watch him. That's the it. intros and outros. Just boom, boom, right. fast forward, fast, fast, fast. My Tivo's. My Tivo's actually trained to stop on Ryan. You know, it's funny. I met Ryan uh, actually at the same place we had Generosity Water event. I, I, I met him there a while ago. I've actually met him a couple times. Uh, anyway, uh, it's funny. I. I actually oh, did you I, drop something. So, oh yeah, oh, there's a name. Oh, Remind uh, me to get back on that because. But it, it's funny. I went up to him and I, I was talking to him for a minute, and and and, uh, and I said, you know, listen, man, you're my American Idol. And then I was like, oh, that's real weird. No, and no. I, no. And we both started laughing, and I really did. I was like, dude, because we were talking for a, like a minute. Then I was like, no, oh, dude, actually, this is for real. You're my American Idol. Kyle, what did he say? He was like, he just started laughing, and, and I started laughing because I realized how awkward that sounded, and uh, and then it was just it, it ended up being this big did like you, like laugh. light the candles and stuff at your table, or yeah, they were lit. No, I oh feel wow, like we're, okay. I'm, it was real weird though. I was like, I, I, I was like, oh man, but we had we know listen, we have mutual friends, and so it was easy conversation to have. It wasn't like super awkward. I think he went on was, air and talked about a creepy guy who told <laughs> yeah, him that exactly. you were his American Idol. So. <laughs> exactly. It I'm was, speechless and pissed at the same time, Kyle, because I came up with that line three years ago, and I've been waiting to use it for the longest time. Are you serious? Well, I remember I, I wrote it actually. I wrote it on Facebook before. Like I love Ryan Seacrest. He is my American Idol. And I was like, oh, that's too easy, too 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 easy, too cheap of a joke. It's a cheap joke, and I'm sure but, people have used it. I wasn't the first. I, I well, I'm pretty aware. It's kind of like the guys. Oh, that makes me cringe so much when you say you have someone that's on TV and like what, what's someone's what's a very popular catchphrase of anyone on TV? Let me think. Uh, what did uh, let's go with Mr. Belding. What do you say? Hey, 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 hey! What is going on here? You know, that's my example. I'm I'm closing. I'm getting somewhere. You'll see. You know, and every yeah, time I'm someone real sees, confused. But right every time now. someone sees Mr. Belding, you know, they're like. Hey, 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 what is going on? And they look at him like, oh, I was the first one to say that to you, man. Not like, hey, right. man, I hear this every day. And the worst is when they have to smile and laugh. Right. And they're like, oh, thanks, buddy. So that's so awkward. But um, It is. <laughs> now I'm calling you. I didn't mean to call you awkward. No, it's all right. It was an awkward situation. It was just what you did was no, awkward. Okay, that was just one one time. I mean, listen, it wasn't a big deal. I, 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 My mom used know. to say stuff like that to me like, that was so stupid. I'm like, mom, don't call me stupid. She's like, I'm not calling you stupid. I'm calling what you did stupid. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I so call That's basically that's what Ryan is doing again. right there. He is saying, you are not awkward, but... 
what you did was very, very It's awkward. an icebreaker, though. I'm going to take... It's yeah. an icebreaker. Z-Man's asking if Ryan Seacrest and Chewie are the same size. <laughs> I am so glad you asked about that because... Um, That's hilarious. Um, guess where I'm going April 2nd. Where are you going April 2nd? With Chewie to Ryan Seacrest. I promise you, Ryan is interviewing Chewie. Yeah, right. Chewie's book. On the radio I'm, show. I'm dead serious. But my question is, do I go? Because have you guys heard that saying, don't meet your heroes? Well, I have a dilemma. Yeah, do I know. I You've talked about this on the show again before, and uh, I, I, I think you should. I don't know. Yeah, but this is before I knew that this was a very uh, likely thing to be able to meet him. I think you should do it. I okay. think you should go too, man. And I, I love his I, I studio. Think you should go there with confidence. Obviously, respect the guy for what he does, but don't be don't go there and be a real big fan because that well, kind of Ryan's makes it gonna. Weird, I, you know, it's funny. I well, I imagine Ryan going in there and stuttering hardcore, like, "Hi, eh, uh, <laughs> well, my name is Ryan, and you're maybe, my American <laughs> Idol." Well, I thought about I thought about making a joke out of it and being like, "You know, hold on, I've waited for this for a year. Let me just pull up my notebook." Um, so my name is Ryan too. Ha ha ha! You should do yeah, it. Wait, can we do this? Yeah, this is hilarious. Can we but, film this? But the thing is, you, guys, you know, I was just talking today, and and you know, let's make fun of me for name dropping right now. But part of my job, I get to meet a different celebrity every day, so it's it's it's, no, it's become part of the job. It's very normal. Um, but we're all fans of people, just like big time celebrities are fans of other celebrities. So Ryan is just, uh, you know, he's inspired me. And, and all joking aside, he's inspired me to be out here. I respect him, and uh, it's one of those things we have a lot of respect for someone, and you admire them, right? Very and, well uh, said, Ryan. Yeah. Very well said. No, it was well said. It was very good. No, I'm serious. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, Ryan Bassford is kind of reminding me of Ryan Seacrest. That's what Z-Man said. Uh, it's hilarious. Okay. Uh, let's see here. What else is going on? Who said it? Oh, oh, here we go. This is good. I like these. You guys remember this from... We did this uh, back on Two Guys and a Girl. I'm going to ask you guys a question here, and I want to know who said it. Are you ready? Ryan, you got to actually listen to this. I'm listening. Okay, I just it didn't look like you were. I'm, I'm texting my sister, actually. Okay, so here's the question. This is a quote, and I want to know who said it. I'll give you three choices. Are you ready, Jordan? Go ahead. Quote, I am making the first 3D beach comedy about a shark that attacks a small beach town, and I save the day with my 3D boobs. I've even written a role for Dolly Parton to play the town mayor. Was it A, Pamela Anderson, B, Heidi Montauk, or C, Kim Kardashian? Can I phone a friend on this one? Or <laughs> I'm going to go with A, Pamela Anderson. Okay. Bassford, did you zone out or did you hear the question? I heard the question. I zoned out on the answers. Pamela Anderson, Heidi Montauk, or Kim Kardashian? Um, let's go with, uh, Heidi. Okay, so, the correct answer is, are you ready for this? Who do you think, okay, so let's just really quickly go this. We thought. You're A, Pamela Anderson, you're B, Heidi Montag. The correct answer is Heidi Montag. Good job. Thank wow. you very much, I appreciate it. You know, so, Ryan's a big Hills fan, that's why he got that one. No, I just, uh, so I read, you, I read you were, every day. you were wrong, by the way. I know, okay, let's... Wow, that makes me feel bad. Can we do another Good one? Good luck Just, with I gotta, generosity, I gotta get my water. confidence back up here. Let's do one more. I don't have another question. <laughs> my my voice is fading on me. I'm just, uh, wow. Ryan, I'm two waters Ryan, every word good, I say. Good job, by the way. That was pretty good. Uh, here, I double- got a good segue. What are you guys doing this weekend? Oh, I'm going to Haiti on Sunday, and uh, we'll be there for a whole week. I was actually, to be honest with you, I wanted to close asking you some more stuff about generosity. Really? That was one of my questions. You just kind of just, ruined the whole well, I just wanted to do an awkward so, transition just like uh, Ryan does, you know? Uh, I wanted to, okay, before we get back to that, because I do want to ask you about you going to Haiti. This is uh, just a real quickly. Uh, according to MTV UK, Rihanna spends $840,000 a year on her body to keep in shape. 
Apparently, that includes $1,500 a day for a personal trainer and $800 a day on a private chef, among other expenses. Quote, I need a trainer to motivate me, Rihanna says. I don't find it much fun working out on my own. That's uh, from mtv.co.uk. I've got... $840,000 a year! I have no problem with that. None. Me neither. Uh, here's the thing. I don't like to work out on my own, but I don't have millions of dollars like her. If I could pay some, a trainer full-time, done. I would do that. And then I would go to the beach uh, all the time in <laughs> right. the summer and take and my And you would off. look awesome. You'd yeah, be like, exactly. yeah, what's up? Exactly. Uh, if if I would do that, Kathy would probably uh, be real happy. Well, it's all on that, uh, you know, we could, it's all on that, but when people criticize, it's all on that whole scale thing. Let's take how much someone like, you know, let's say how much I spend on my gym, an exuberant amount, to be honest. Guess what? I bet if you weighed it out, proportionally, I spend more on my gym than Rihanna does on her training. Because when you're worth that much, what's wrong with treating yourself and taking care of two of the most important things, health and the quality of food you eat, especially when that is what is making you millions. So right. She's just investing right. in herself. Right. She's investing think in her number one asset, and yeah. I agree. Okay, yeah. well, listen. Listen. What's the first thing you'd do if you were suddenly rich? What would the, what's the first thing well, you would rich? do? What's rich? Let's define rich. Yeah. Okay, well, look, two questions. Why doesn't she give the money to Generosity Water? Second question, what would you do if you guys were suddenly rich? Define rich? Ah, five, ten million bucks instantly so, tomorrow so in your bank So ten account. million bucks. See, here's ten the million thing. In your I bank have no tomorrow. problem with uh, taking care of yourself, having nice things, enjoying what life has to offer. But I think that we should also live our life beyond just who we are and what we do. You know, so I think we should all, if no matter how much money we make, we should always be generous. We should be giving. So before I go and buy a private jet, I'm going to definitely make sure I've given millions of dollars away to help starving people in the world you know right so but I, but at the same time i don't think there's anything wrong with having nice things and uh going to a nice gym having a trainer if you have the money to do that right you know? okay well yeah okay no you know it's funny that's that's the one thing you mentioned the jet and i know you're just making an example but if someone gets 10 million dollars and they go buy a plane guess what they're gonna be broke really soon right, <laughs> right, right. you know um but <laughs> but you know my dad told me a couple years ago when i was i was bad you know i just didn't i was kind of reckless with it he goes you know he goes yeah i'll pay a pay hundred thousand dollars a week and at this rate you won't have money so that's important you know right well, my <laughs> brother says he'd invested to make even more money amber says you take my friends out to florida to go to harry potter world <laughs> move out of providence rhode island uh invest is the third one for okay see uh steven would like to pay off his student loans and then buy an audi we're talking about $10 million. You can do that with 5% of that. We need, we need some people to think a little bigger here, right. dream a little bigger. You know what, what I would do? I would build the sweetest Kyle Sherman live studio, <laughs> and I would like, I'd really, ha- I'd pay ginormous celebrities to come on just so I could interview them in a, in a really, uh, a really intimate setting, and I have all you streamers be able to ask them personal questions. That's amazing. You know, I would probably- And I'd donate the rest buy- of Generosity Water. Good, good, for good. Tax Me too. Off. You know, I would take half the money and immediately give it to Generosity Water. Then the other half, and you can do that going to generositywater.org, by the way, any of you guys who just made $10 million today. But the other half of the money, I would uh, go, maybe make a movie with it. You know, I mean, that seems really foolish, but I'm just thinking big here. I would like to It'll do be a fun. Movie. You know, I think, Kyle, me and you and Ryan, we would, you know, put our money together. Let's go make a movie, you know, and uh, I think it'd be fun. All right, let's do it. I like it a lot. They're asking you to pay attention. Did they really say that? Yeah, pay attention, Ryan. I was trying to get a trying to and get And people inform- think Kathy looks real bored in the background. I was trying to get information about a fact we talked about earlier, to be honest, but it's about Hot Tub Time Machine. But anyways. Okay. Um, well, yeah. okay well, anyway, right. now listen, I, I did want to get back to talk to you a little bit more about your uh, ge- uh, your generositywater.org, your, your non-for-profit organization that you started. Genius work, buddy. You're going to Haiti. Yep. 
Yep. So we're going to Haiti Sunday, and it's actually two things. We're doing it. We're doing a documentary down there, and uh, we're, we're you know we're showing uh, this one guy named Josui. He actually is a Haitian guy, but lives in New Jersey. Okay. And uh, works two jobs. He works twenty hours a day, and literally gets two to three hours of sleep every night. Oh my gosh! He told me that he uh, he takes naps. He's, a, he's also a taxi cab driver when he's not a uh, janitor. So he told me he takes naps at the red lights when he's taking people around. So I'm just uh, glad I don't live in New Jersey and I'm <laughs> right. not in his taxi. But this is a really hardworking, selfless guy, and he sends all this money down to his family in Haiti to take care of them. So we're kind of doing a document on his life and uh, we've raised twenty thousand dollars to go down to Haiti and build a clean water reservoir tanks and these whole projects wow. to give uh, three thousand people his entire village of Source, clean water wow so, that's right, amazing it's really cool man right now they've been walking 20 miles to get clean water and uh, it's actually 20 miles to get water and it's not even clean water it's kind of brownish dirty so we're going down there we're going to fund this clean water system it's going to give life to 3,000 people and he's kind of the hero of our story and we want to kind of we want his voice to represent Haiti right. and, uh, and poverty and so we want to kind of tell it through his story and we just believe that anybody can get involved at any level and this is just an ordinary average guy here doing his part so that's awesome man. we're really excited about it man so dude the, uh, amazing work it sounds awesome. So when can we see this documentary? Is this going to be done yeah. in the next like six months or so? So this is, is the first of three trips to Haiti. Right now we're doing the initial scouting, and uh, the net, we're going down next month to do the building of the project, and then we're going to go down again to see kind of how the water has impacted and changed their community. So wow. we're, we're expecting to be done with this documentary by the end of August and uh, ready to submit to Sundance. Wow, that's so cool, So that dude. is the plan. Wow, and, the, and who's DP in this? I'm assuming that, I know we've talked in the past, you have an awesome DP that works with you. Is this the same guy? No, it's actually a different one this time. The director, Patrick Shen, has done uh, two amazing documentaries, The Philosophic, uh, the Philosopher Kings and Flight from Death, two award-winning, amazing documentaries. So he put together, he, he brought his own DP from those films, and this guy is, is an amazing guy as well. His name is Brandon, and he's coming along with us on the strip. That's awesome, man. Well, good work, dude, with everything you're doing. That's so great. Now, if our listeners want to get involved, if anyone wants to get involved, what's the easiest way they can do to help is it just donating a little bit 10 bucks five bucks i mean every cent i'm sure helps yeah you know donating is always an easy and great way to get involved even if it's five bucks ten bucks like you said but also more importantly than that on our website we have a ton of videos and just kind of like commercials and psas and little stories from the field and i think it's even though no matter how old you are you know your voice still means something and you can still make a difference so i just encourage people to go on look at our videos and tweet about them put them on facebook share them because if you don't have money you have a voice and you right. can really make a difference in the world you know? right well that's great man that's so cool so these guys can go to generositywater.org right now they can hop on there donate like five ten bucks whatever they can do yeah and uh, it's going to help you guys Every out. Every $10 gives a one new person clean water for life. So That's every, amazing. And they can also get these water bottles difference. you were talking about, these aluminum water yeah. bottles. They uh, can go to our store, which is on the website, and, uh, and pick up a couple of those as well. It's great, man. Well, good work, dude. Dude, Kyle, I just appreciate you, man, having me on the show here. Ryan, you too. Here, Ryan, I actually muted you because you left for a while. <laughs> no, no. You know what? Don't let me back that easy. I think I deserve a timeout for at least another two minutes. Apologize. Had to go to the restroom. To be honest, no big deal. It's a One long or two. Show. What? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Don't answer that. Don't want to know. All right, listen, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in to uh, yet another show of ours here. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays is our new schedule. 7:30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Ryan Basford will hopefully be with us uh, again. I don't even know if you're ever. Listen, gonna... I, I plan on being here every single show. I was just telling Kyle. Here, here's what we talked about. You know, more to come later. But the great part about my job, I get to do. Things that I've dreamed up. I get to go to cool things. I get to be on the inside of things. 
And, and get to um, occasionally be on national television with Chelsea Handler. Yeah, no usually I'm the butt of a joke, but it's okay. Sometimes you'll do that to be on TV. Sometimes you'll sell out. Um, <laughs> right. But, hey, but like what that. I look forward to doing is Kyle and I were talking and said, okay, well, if I can't be here because I have to go cover something, how can we incorporate that into the show and turn it into a positive? And we've, we've been talking about a lot of different exciting ways to kind of bring you guys in on the action and uh, make it interactive. So we'll continue to talk in the uh, coming shows, but... Listen, I plan on being here every single show. All right, good. And Allison's going to be back soon from her travels around the U.S. She's getting married. I know we talked about that briefly a couple of weeks ago, so I know that's that's got a big for her. So we'll see what her schedule's like. And Jordan, after you come back from Haiti, we'd love to hear uh, your stories. Maybe and- even some live reporting from Haiti. I'll be like Sanjay Gupta for yeah, you. Yeah, no yeah that's deal, right. You'll be you know? Sanjay Gupta. You could like save children from rubble that are still maybe underneath go. it. There you go. Hey, uh, well, hey, I, thank you so much for making that joke because I was wondering if I should make a joke or not. Um, I'm going to relay a joke. Kevin Nealon, we were at this stand-up the other night, and he gets up there and he starts it off. And looks at the crowd. Guy's really funny. I'm sure you guys have heard of him. And he looks at everyone and he goes, okay. He goes, Chile or Heyday? Who are you guys for? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, That's I can never horrible. remember how genius he is. But imagine That's this guy horrible. just going and it was a great way to start off the night. Oh, I needed that, <laughs> There huh? you go. Hey, Kyle, do we do, do, we do shout outs before we go or not? Are we? Yeah, uh, you can. Okay. Well, I already said hi to my sister who I know is watching. But I want to say hi to uh, Paul McNeil as well. He just sent me a nice text to say he's watching. Okay, and you know, one shout out, Dean uh, of Rock and Roll T-shirts, and he's a, he's a good friend of ours here on Kyle Live. He's helping the show out a lot. He uh, he gave us the studio space, and, and I know he he loves the show. He uh, his good buddy Jim uh, Marshall just passed away. I think it was about se- I think it was seventy four. He was a very famous rock and roll photographer, and and uh, obviously uh, that's something that. Uh, Dean is very much involved with his rock and roll and, and licensing and stuff. And so, uh, you know, a shout out to Jim uh, is is big for Dean. So we're shouting out on Dean's behalf to Jim Good. Marshall. You guys should check out his photography online. Just search for Jim Marshall on Google and you'll see a million things about him. He's an amazing Sounds photographer. Uh, so we'll touch base with you we real will. soon. Uh, thank you, Ustream.tv, for making us... Uh, featured and and being awesome yeah, we gotta to really us. give a shout out to our boy colin from ustream for making colin from ustream colin buddy is the man he's the man for generosity too. you guys were broadcasting right. live with that's right ustream that's a well. huge opera. i mean seriously I, I tell people that with excitement i'm like can you believe this you it's what right. is it not one of the top 50 websites of it monthly is. views in, in the world yeah, top, yeah, 50, top 75 million hits last year alone i, I mean we got twenty three thousand viewers on monday night for our event i mean a little bigger than you know kyle live but we had more time to promote it so i'm not gonna you know say anything about it <laughs> <laughs> And we had Elliot Yamin, who's going to be coming on this show, too. No big Baby, deal. No big wait. deal. Okay. Well, listen, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, stick around for these after shows. We're going to do a little bit today. Kathy and her friend Miranda are going to come on here and do something called the Estrogen Box. We're just going to mess around. They uh, they they want to come on the radio and, and mess around. I know that Miranda's boyfriend is here, which is kind of funny. So maybe he'll hop on, too. And uh, Mario, maybe he'll hop on as well. Mario, we appreciate it, dude. Good work today, by the way. Yeah, yeah thank in, you very intern much, day Mario. one for Mario. We should start a little Dude, blog. He's been doing on. a great job with those green notes. You know, I'm really not going to. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. been delivering them real well. This is like the old version of Instant Messenger. Mario, yeah. after the after show, I'm actually having an after party uh, penthouse suite at my hotel. No big deal. We're going to pop bottles. So I'd love it if you could make it. Hey, hey guys, guys like that. that. That's <laughs> horrible. Don't right. worry. Hey, don't worry about drinking because my driver is going to take us all. So it's good. <laughs> okay. No drinking and driving. Sorry, Perfect. my Porsche's in the shop yeah. right now. So I won't guys, next week, I promise not to retweet, repeat that joke. Because um, I've had a bad habit of repeating things today, so I'm going to take notes of everything I said. You should seriously. You've like told stories from every other show you've ever been on. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the people on the top. <laughs> it's, I hate guys like that. It's horrible. All right, guys. Ricky's back from vacation uh, on Wednesday. Uh, so why don't you guys tweet him and tell him to have fun skiing in Utah? He's having a good time out there. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. 
This has been another episode of Kyle Sherman Live. And we're sorry. Head to KyleLive.com for old episodes and more.